What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here. With the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings. The king of content. And the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, 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 new world a.k.a. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, the man with 5011 channels and more nicknames than anybody else in the game. You in a desert storm bunker with the Sea God Allah CGA and the eight-time demonetized champion. Eight-time demonetized champion. No ring. Okay. No bell ring. We'll just give you the chill. Eight times demonetized champion here on YouTube. Hit the like button for the stream. And we got a great show today. Red flags that you all must avoid. This is the undeniable list of red flags. And as we call it here, more red flags than a Chinese communist parade. Uh, welcome back. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Hey, what was up for the weekend? Anybody know? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, I don't know, man. What did you guys do? Did you get in trouble? Did you need bail money? Did you watch the boxing match? Were you at the boxing match with all of the sugar daddies and their sugar babies? Were you there with everybody was ready for that dude, Ryan Garcia? They was ready for Ryan Garcia to win. He ain't had no chance in hell. And of course, apparently there was a mole in his camp. That told him to give him a body shot. All right. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Anybody go to the junior college this weekend? The junior college is always Liddy. <laughs> All right. The junior college is always Liddy. And uh, there's some great things. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. We got great subject matters today. We might have a four-hour show. I can't help it. I can't help but wait. I know you're at work listening to me sniggling. Make sure you put your headphones in so you don't get fired from your job. Anyway, great topic. Red flags that you must avoid just in case you're a hope strategy ninja. You're a legacy ninja or you're a guy that's going, mm, I have so much useless, wasteless time. I got to just waste a lot of my time. And I also like the commercial says, I want low return of investment activities, low ROI activities. I also, I also believe that my girl is out there. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. Yes. And I ain't got no job. Hey, man, those are the topics scrolling across. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about um, who who benefits from relationships more. We're going to talk about some dude Cole Mackin out here and straight jacking. Straight jack. Indeed. We got the absolute list of red flags. We also have oh, the flatback challenge. That's what we're going to open up the show with. We're going to talk about coaches never lied. We're going to show you three things that coaches never lied about and the evidence just to go for the people who watch me and says, who hurt you? Mm. Okay. Which is basically a, a, a distract, deflect and redirect as to not deal with the conversation here. Yes. And every time I tell you who hurt me, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I say, well, you, I'll tell you who hurt me. How much time do you have? And I got a story to tell because that girl, Patty. I looked at it yeah. as I have girl, a hand between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is she was using put it. my card in. Yeah. And that's it. And put the pin number, and boom, money yeah. comes right Yeah, and up. shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to Patty. If you have time, I have to talk to you about Patty again. Because Patty, she had an ass that was so fatty. And she even called me daddy. 
And as I rolled around the street bending quarters in my caddy, all right, she gave me the place where she had her addy. And of course, with that fatty, she was an addy to alcoholic addy, Patty. All right, shout out to Patty. And now when I tell you about Patty, nobody cares. But, but, but Patty hurt me. She hurt my heart. All right, and she turned my... She she turned the uh, uh my heart into the icebox where my heart used to be, but you seem to not care about that, <laughs> right? All right, and she was an alky. All right, so uh, what's going on with that? Anybody gonna do anything about uh Patty? Well, the answer is nope. Nobody cares. Nobody cares who hurt me. You really don't. What you're wanting not to do is deal with this conversation. We're gonna also talk to you about oh these streets are cold out here. In these streets, we're gonna show you a man trying to rescue his daughter from these streets. Of clap cheeks. Yes. It's a cold, cold world out here. Daughter wants to go sell booty. All right. She wants to go sell booty tang. And the daughter's trying to drag her back from these. In these streets. Oh, hell no, man. It's cold out here. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo Coach Greg Adams TV. This is your contribution to let the show go on. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the free agent lifestyle channel and you can super chat only on the notorious cga channel and before we get started we're going to get to the earlier contributors but i want to ask you guys something real quick have you all been down this bad all right a man woke up to one of the biggest nightmares that he you you know we can ever have and that is of course dealing with a mastodon you know Post-nut clarity revealed that we did not really want her. It was a nasty thing. All right. We had to get that nasty nut. We were drunk. You got that nasty nut. She fell asleep in your arms. And, but let me let him tell the story um, about how down bad you've ever been or how drunk you've ever been. Many a ninja done woke up just like this. Let's go ahead and roll the film here. Here we go. I'm going to share. I'm going to share this window for some reason. Yeah, I'm going to share this window. There it is right there. There it is right there. Have you ever been this drunk? Take a look at what's next to him. Oh, the humanity. Woo, man, boy, she got a mole on her nose and everything. All right, so let's go ahead and roll the film here. Have you ever been this drunk? Mm. Damn, she got a mole on her chin, one on her nose. God dang, man, yo, nasty nuts. Probably she's probably smell like baloney and farts. Oh man, he can't breathe. She probably she probably, she probably smell like pork rinds and old uh garlic. She probably smell like pork rind and garlic. All right, here we go. Somebody said no sound. We'll get it together. That's all right. Out in the, oh, you can't hear it. All right, so she's snoring. It's all right. We'll go ahead and play it. And oh no. Oh no. Oh the humanity. That's his wife. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he been drunk. Now this is drunk. Now this is drunk. He went hogging for life. My man went hogging. Hold on for a second. He went hogging. And the reality has hit him. The reality has hit him, and he's thinking, what in the hell have I done? He's like, hold up. He's like, 
Yeah, that's your girl. That's your girl for life. <laughs> All right, that's your girl. <laughs> Oh no, man! This is terrible, man! What a what a terrible nightmare to wake up to. Yep, you can't go nowhere. And uh, I'm playing with. Yeah, he said, "Oh shit!" Morning, Dad. Oh no, you got to go back up there, sir. All right, let me see if I can play it with the sound. Um, the sound is not gonna add much value to it, but uh, that's typically what Stream Yard will do to me in the middle of a a good weekend. Uh, let's see here. We'll go ahead and roll it back. Here we go. <laughs> Not my girl, Coke. <laughs> you like, let me dip up out of here. Okay, let me get up out of here and go back to let me go back to the crib. I, I'm out of here. Oh no. Shit. <laughs> Morning, Dad. Oh no. Shit. Hey, man, this is why I tell you about your low standards, man. Yeah, this is why I tell you about your low standards because it can end up just like this. You know, they be keeping the seed. They, the birth control don't work on them. And that's another red flag that we're going to talk about. He looking at his wife like, he looking like, hold on for a second. Yeah. He like, minute who are you <laughs> all right man yo you guys gotta watch out what you doing dip dip dot hey look if you like thick women you gotta get them when they're not thick because they'll blow up like the good year blimp on you so you gotta get them before you go hogging and for you guys you lonely guys that's jumping on tinder talking about you macking it happens to us too you know what i mean you get a little bit lonely friday night hits you like dang i must be missing something out there and you download your tinder and you go hogging, yeah. Yep, and then all of a sudden, three hours later, you're in the mud. It happens to a lot of people. You know, uh, they they won't admit it, but it does happen to a lot of people. But I just don't want to let it happen to you. Absolutely not. And that's you. Yeah, brothers and brothers be out there starving. You know, the, the nasty nut girl. You just want to get one real quick. And you're like, let me just go on and get that nasty nut. All right, and then you hit that pulse nut clarity, wake up next to her. Looking stupid, all right? And sometimes you end up marrying a girl. You know what I mean? You end up marrying a girl. Yeah, because she good to you. I'll be good to you. Good to you. My morning voice ain't woken up. Let's go to the flat back challenge. This one has no sound, but I want to show you that. Um, um, Which one would you want to wife up? All right, you know, we're going to say it just to, just to play a game. All right, let's see here. The flat back challenge. There's girls... I, I, you know, one of the, the funny things about our society is that we've been told for a long time that we were the objectifiers, that we the ones had one thing on our mind. But it is clear within the last couple of years, the last five years, women are the ones that are advertising and and, and talking about sex and their sexual parts more than men. Even in the absence of men, they're talking about booty. All right. And ass and ass cheeks. So I'm going to have to keep the volume down because they have music on the back but this is the volleyball team that's going to do the flat back uh oh she passed or she failed or uh oh flat back flat back confirmed we got oh barely barely oh oh that's going that's a long back right there we got Kay okay kaylee got it blonde kaylee oh you know she ain't passing all right here we go oh that's a flat back that's going all the way to the uh to the neck 
Oh, she cheated. She Kaylee. Mm. Kaylee cheated, obviously. Kaylee, calm the hell down with the cheating out here. She pulled her back up. She knew she was about to be flat back there. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. I like being single. I know, Kaylee. I know. You definitely cheated this test. Come on, man. Let's see what you got. No, no, she cheated. Oh, that that's a wide butt. That's not even a bubble. That's going all the way to the top. All right. She oh, they doing titties now. Now they doing titties. <laughs> oh, they doing titties. Yo, man, we can't make this shit up. I thought we wow. She man, that's my wife right there. Hello. Where is she? I want all of that. I want all of that right there. That is the Supreme Flatback. I wish I could rewind it. We're going to play it again. That's Flatback Supreme. That is Olivia Dunn Flatback. All right. She got it all right there. She like a damn Monopoly board. Hello, wifey. Wifey is here. All right. Here we go. All right. What? What? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, they go wifey right there. All right. Here we go. Look at her. She the Supreme. Okay. She cheating. This one's cheating right here. This is the first one. All right. She definitely cheating. All right. Yep. Nope. She didn't pass the test. She tried to cheat, but she just got a wide soggy booty. All right. And by the way, for people who saying we're objectifying women, this is on Instagram. They're objectifying themselves. I don't, I don't. And they posted it on the public forum. Let's continue. All right. She cheated too. Kind of. All right. You know, that's going now. That's the definition of a long back right here. She got the long legs. Her, her legs longer than her torso. So you knew that was going all the way to her back of her neck. All right. So she, yeah, there was no. All right. All right. Peroxide blonded. All right. Yep. There's no way that's going. All right. Yep. She going. That's flat back. Yep. That's for sure. Cheating. Cheating as Kaylee. All right. She for the streets. She definitely for the streets. In these streets. That's how she arches her back for the basketball team. Here we go. Um. Yep. Oh, she just a wide soggy booty. All right. But that's fine. Yep. No, no bueno. Now they doing the titties. <laughs> this is what girls be doing. We're so busy. And men objectify us. Creepy men. Men only think about sex. Men only want one thing. These girls are doing titties. <laughs> now they doing the titties. The streets. In these streets. All right. What's going on? Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? This is out of control. All right. By the way, this one's got some nice shape on her. All right, I'll be at the junior college. Textbooks on me, baby. Textbooks on me. Here we go. Supreme flatback wifey in the building. Hello. How about the whole college tuition for her? <laughs> she's got the she's got the free agent lifestyle scholarship fund coming along. All right. But anyway, man, look, we just playing out here. I know they like. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. Anyway, she's got the scholarly coming her way. It's called the free agent lifestyle scholarship fund. Right. Anyway, look, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We start off with a little bit of humor to get me warmed up and you, Albert Wester. Many XXs, unstable XXs now brag about having red flags. Sad. And I, I don't know if people are, are identifying this. That is almost to the point where they're bragging about being delusional and, and crazy. It's getting tougher out there for you young generation Z men and millennials. What are you guys doing out here? What are you millennial guys doing? 
Yeah, somebody. All right. Teron McAdams says, ready for my daily Crimson Capsules. We back. ETC ready to work. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. He says, happy mofo. No ho. Save your money Monday. Have a great productive week and get your bargain basement slow Tuesday on. And that's going to be tomorrow. LOL. The bargain basement deals. Even they are selling the Punani. Peruvian Heat, what's up, coach? I hope the coach gang had a great week. The Juco was litty this weekend. Hit me with the you know what time it is out here. Our rent's going to be due in about a week. So, yes, it's going to be. It's been active. It's been active. The work. uh, Did I get that? The workday show. The workday show. After paying my ex $80,000 last week. Guess who wants to get back together? Guess her feel. Wait, guess her feels her left. Her left some money. I'm not sure what that means. Guess what? What does that mean, brother? Guess her feels her left some money on the table. Oh, I think I get it. So you said guess him. Guess her feel her left some money on the table and wants to clean me out more. We're going to talk about that with allegedly Hakimi's wife. Crawling back to the table. Yo, 80K, this man gave his wife $80,000 last week. If you think your life is going bad, if you think your life's going bad, how about paying your wife $80,000 last week? Mm. Woo! My Lord. ACDC, first, those pictures, now this, the Wisconsin Beavers volleyball team is wild and coach. Shout out to them. And if you didn't see the Wisconsin uh, volleyball team. I think the photos are available on locals, but you'll have to do a great dig to find them. And um, they were Liddy. I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were, yeah, they were, yeah. All right. Randy K. Shout out to her says, good morning, Mr. Adams. Appreciate you, senorita. All right. We got Daniel is in the building. He says, getting tatted at the moment, listening. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. Get your tat on. All right, maybe I think I'll get a tattoo one of these days, probably when I'm like 70, if I make it. Chris Jericho, it says, Coach, which female Manosphere creator do you want to twerk for you after you kick the bucket? All right, I guess there's a controversy going on. Um, I've seen a clip of it, of a female content creator twerking. I mean, listen, substance abuse is a dangerous thing. All right, substance abuse is a dangerous thing. Now, if you go on live after you've abused substances or or any, this is alleged. This is alleged. All right. Um, I'm not very much attracted to many of these female content creators, nor do I, nor am I impressed by many of the things that they're doing, the twerking or the alleged twerking. I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> there's some starving brothers out here. I saw a lot of commentary about it, and I'm sitting there like, that's impressive? Jesus, it's bad out there. It's bad out there. I mean, listen, I need the titties to move, the face and the booty at least to move. And this is no commentary about uh, any individual in particularly. But if your face ain't moving, that's a red-ass flag to me. And then your titties ain't jiggling? Mm. I'm going to (laughs) need... I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to be ninjas be out here desperate. I know I'll be starving sometimes out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> but what? I'm now y'all, y'all, y'all impressed by the littlest things, you know. 
but it is what it is. I don't know, man. The men are out here starving for real. She, she's a, she's a, I'm not even getting into it because I, I, my, my beef is not with content creators on YouTube. All right. Unless you have a million subs, then we can talk about doing the deal. All right. But I ain't trying to wrestle and argue with no ninjas and female content creators. I don't take them seriously. So uh, not that that not that you can't, but I, I can't even take them seriously. Meaning that, you know what I mean? Like they're always going to be women. They're women regardless. And from a business perspective, I take them seriously. That's about it. But not as content creators. Nah, nah. They all got red flags. Matter of fact, there's a content creator out here um, that is not in the sphere, but she does like TikTok variety content where she's an anti-feminist. She's an anti-feminist on her TikTok. Guess what? She only fans too. I mean, you can't take women seriously. Look, women were never meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> hey, ladies, ladies. I'm just letting y'all know you were never meant to be taken seriously. And this is not a hit on you because you can take advantage of this. You were never meant to be played seriously, like it, taken seriously. So if you think having a conversation with me um, is is going to make me think different of you, you're wrong. You're wrong. One of the most important rules that we teach men here. One of the most important rules that we teach men here is. The fact that women can change their mind at will and not be accountable for the decisions they made in the process of thinking one way and believing the other. They can change their mind just like that. They can change their mind, repackage their whole philosophy and take it the other way in a matter of moments. And I'll give you this. They'll repackage themselves and they'll have a completely different belief overnight. What was the one lady named? Black China. I always want to call her China White. But that's like blue magic. Black China literally was like overnight removing tattoos, taking implants out of her whole body. All right. Reshaping her makeup, taking the dye out of her hair, pulling wigs off her head. Overnight, she was a whole different person. Everybody bought it. Good girl. Yeah, girl. Yep. All because she got dunked by a pastor and got a fake theological degree overnight. Oh, I'm just Angela now. Mm. Overnight. Yeah. Disassembled. She was a uh, Johnny Five. She just disassembled herself, came back. I'm a new person. I'm a new person. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Filled with the Holy Ghost, I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. Man, please. Anybody sitting up there watching? That, that's what I know about women. So I'm not going to take them seriously. Whichever the wind, way the wind's blowing, that's who they are. So when it comes to the female consecrators, I haven't listened to many of them. I know you guys think I have all this time to be sitting up here talking about watching female, uh, watching content creators, period. But females, I literally rarely ever watch them. The only one I think I would watch, I watched has been Pearly. And even then, I only watch her videos where she's sitting there by herself talking. All right. The ones where she has panels and all that, I can't even understand what the hell they talking about. All right, so definitely can't watch her show. All right, I can't even understand what the, the other guests are talking about. You know, they're talking in a very, very thick accent. I'm like, what the hell are they even saying? All right, <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, anyway, shout out to Kevin is in the building. We'll call you KJ. 
He says, my normie co-worker told me him and his wife are getting business shirts. His will say owner of the business and the white shirt will say owner of owner of the business. He says, I had to stare at him. Martin Luther Lee thanks for all that you do. Well, he's making his marriage survive. Marriages can survive. And then they're doing that right there. They're like doing this whole thing. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, those goofy marital shirts that they think are so cute. Normie shit. Yeah. Normie humor. Shout out to the Normie Huber people. Uh, you know, you got to get by somehow. It's depressing. Your life's depressing without it. As a matter of fact, are there any men that are depressed by the current state of relationships? You need to reevaluate your life. Mm. Percy said, let Jalen Hurts know that he can't bring Vanessa Williams circa 1985. He says, from now on, it's the lady of rage. Oh, yeah. He can't bring no flat-backed, uh, light-skinned chick. He need all. He need an Afro puff chick. He need a real sister. He need a sister. So you must be my. He need a sister from Philadelphia. DJ Trip here, coach. I saw Patty. She was a baddie. She thought she was classy, and she almost passed for a laddie. But everyone knew she was shoddy, shady. He says, nevertheless, she was still tasty. We love Patty. LOL. We'll donate more coach. Shout out to DJ Trip. Last one, and then we're gonna get back onto the show. All right. We got uh, let me see if I can say your name. Shout out to we call you Daylight W. He says, Hey coach. Hey, brother coach, love you no homo. I had a friend that I used to work or uh, that I used to work with six years ago. He was fit, in shape black man. He fell for the trap and married an overweight black. Quine. She was so big, it looked like her belt size was Saturn's ring. My friend was working two jobs, working his life source away to provide for her. He was always tired. Long story short, he caught her in bed with a bull dagger. <laughs> right? I'm reading this. Getting her private parts lickety licked, lick of low lover. They got divorced. I recently got in touch with the man, and he is living the free agent lifestyle, making a lot of money, traveling the world. Shout out to the coach gang. Wowzers. Man, there's no loyalty out here in these streets. What are we going to do, ladies? In these streets. What are we going to do with y'all out here? All right? What are we going to do? We rent. Yes, indeed. We rent. We lease. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Lick them low, love. Uh. All right, we got uh, the coach has never lied to you. Remember, I'm going to give you three stories that I told you about to watch out about. I know you guys think that I don't tell you the truth here. There's some people even saying we should stop. Their whole objective is to blow up the manosphere. No, and it's men. Remember, I told you men are always the greatest en enemy of men. And the greatest enemy of black people is black people. I mean, these are two non-conventional truths that you can prove with truth instead of focusing on their own careers. Let's give you the soundbite. So I could focus on my career. Their whole objective is to take down people who have worked hard for their positions. The greatest enemy of men are men. The greatest enemy of black people are black people. All right. So we, when, when you think about this, I want you to always remember that and then see if you can see it in real life. It's automatic. It's automatic. And it has always been this way. I know you want to blame the white man, but it's you ninjas that are taking down ninjas. Mm. It's you ninjas gossiping about ninjas. Okay, that's what it is. Mm. <laughs> All right. And it is men that ultimately are the ones that are taking down other men. And 
this is the reality of it. It is what it is. All right, so shout out to you guys who are doing this. Let's see about one of the truths that I told you about, about older women. Older women, have do they do two things that then if men do it, they actually don't like it. First of all, if a, if a younger woman dates an older man and he, she gets the benefits of it and then it doesn't work out, they call her a little bit smart. Okay, she's going for somebody getting some benefits. He's more stable, secure. If it's flipped and the older man goes and dates the woman, the younger woman, he's a perv. Despite the fact that the younger woman probably targeted him specifically, she had the onus in the relationship. He, nobody groomed her. She said, I'm going to seek out older guys. They say, well, that's smart. Okay. But if the guy seeks her out, it is said that he saw her out. He's the perv. Okay. Also, if an older man goes and critiques a younger woman, wow, you're beautiful. You're smart. You're very aggressive. I like the way you dress. I like the way you comb your hair. I like the stylish clothes you wear. All right, what kind of pervert is this? But if an older woman does that to a young man, it's all good. Matter of fact, in Hakimi's situation, his wife was 31, he was 19. Everybody gave it a pass. Marcus Houston, on the other hand, is 38, and she was 18, 17, 19. Everybody called him a creep. Mm. All right, so let's talk about this. I told you about the old lady down the street, the candy lady, the woman who was very sexy and seductive. Miss, uh, is it Miss Jackson? Not Miss Jackson. I can't remember from Friday. But anyway. Older women that go after younger men. Everybody gets a pass. All right. And there's an old lady that's been living on your block that has been getting penetrated by young men on the block for the last 20 years. Okay. Miss Parker is her name. Thank you, brothers. Miss Parker. So watch this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you an example of Miss Parker. She's not exactly that attractive, but she's smashable on a nasty nut Wednesday. Watch this. They're at a party. Allegedly, this is a comedian, but let's play this clip here for your viewing pleasures. This is an older woman here. This is a younger man. I would say the age difference is 20 years, at least 20 years. Here we go. Who you at the pool party? Everybody getting wet. What get you wet? You standing next to me. You know what? She just, she just, she be doing, she be doing it, and I, and I be trying to. You didn't even want to interview me. I did want to interview. You know, what I'm saying? I knew, I knew, I knew what type of time you was gonna be. Did you know what happened? Yeah, you. I knew you was gonna get me in, in trouble with the Lord. You're not in trouble with the Lord. The Lord already knew what you was thinking. Oh, you, you blessing, you blessing me, Miss Lenny. She blessing me today. What's going on down there? Now, right? Bless you. How should man approach you? Like you. How did I do it? You did good. You asked me what get me wet. Oh, let's let's see. I know I know how to talk to a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't know, now you know. So what's your biggest turn on? You. You keep going. You got what what is it about me that turned you on? Okay, so my biggest turn on is a very intelligent man. And I'm gonna be serious right now. So we got the all right, let's just get this out of the out of the way. Her body is tight. I like tight bodies. I like tight bodies. The, the titties, the raisin titties are soggy. You know, them saggy, soggy waggies right there she got on her chest. I, I'll give it a pass. Body is tight. I'll give her that. All right, her face, she like looking like a Rottweiler, but that's all right. All right, everything else we can work around. But let me just say this. Let me just say this. I've been telling you this for a long time. This has a steep tradition in our neighborhoods and what you call your communities. This is a traditional way to groom young men and a lot of women. This is an untold story of the community. They do this. They do this a lot and they get away with it. They get away with it for a variety of reasons. The young man never tells them. The young man never considers it abuse. These young boys have been playing with 
um, her sons for a long time, the basketball team, all right, the basketball team, the football team, all right, these older women know these boys for a long time, and they get a little henny in the system, and ain't no telling what you F them, will you diss them, and here they go. Once the boy gets mature age, which would be 18, they cross the line, and they probably cross the line way earlier than that. Now, I would tell you, flip the script, flip the script, flip the script. If this was a man in his 40s, maybe 50s, and this was a young woman, 17 to 21, and this interaction happened on camera, oh, my God, there would be women in the comment section going crazy. He's grooming her. He's a molester. He's a chester. He's a groomer. He's a creep. What kind of did it is they throw him in jail? Throw him in jail. You see what I'm talking about? This is why you talk about this type of thing. Yeah, we know this has been going on for a long time. And this is another piece of proof that uh, when it comes to them and the rules, it's it's a little bit different. It's always it's never treated the same. This this woman that's seen this boy playing flag football, not even flag football. All right. Playing touch football and playing basketball with a crate on the corner on the block for years. Had him over at the house eating candy and probably was talking about what he had going on downstairs. You see this right here. Let's play it again. Pool party, everybody getting wet. We'll get you wet. You standing next to me. You know what? She just she just she be doing it. She be doing it. And I and I be trying to You didn't even want to interview me. I did want to interview. You know what I'm saying? I knew what? I knew I knew what type of time you was gonna be. Did you know what happened? Yeah, you I knew you was gonna get me in in trouble with the Lord. You're not in trouble with the Lord. The Lord already knew what you was thinking. Oh, you this woman probably conducted Sunday school with this young boy because we talk about grooming. This woman has probably conducted some Sunday school with this young boy, probably babysat this young boy, right? We're going to call him a young boy because that's what women do. That's a girl. That's a child. Okay. You can see the difference here. This, this young man is barely 18, maybe barely 22. Okay. Barely 22. They will be calling this woman. If that was a woman, a child, that's a child flagrant file. Yep, she probably changed his diaper and all of that stuff. And now she got a little bit of weed flowing in her system. And this is what he's getting in return. And the comment section, if he didn't hit, he tripping. Straight to pound town. And she's slim too. Where's the pool party at? I'm ready to get there. So anyway, bruv, I would have stopped the entire interview. Guys are out here starving, man. I'm telling you. My, listen. Yeah, that brother's starving. Starving. <laughs> I mean, I would have taken it to pound town, but we just, we're just... We're just we're just looking at the double standard. Simply what we're doing. You, ble you blessing me. Hey, by the way, he puts his hand around his waist. I'm sorry. He puts his hand around her waist, which is very tight. I will give her that. And then she looks directly at his meat. Watch this. Miss Lenny, she blessing me today. Going on down there. It's something going on down there. Hey, look, I actually seen a post like this. And I saw a guy in the comment section ask, does she have a daughter? And in the comment section, they started putting jail, jail memes, straight to jail. They started putting pictures of handcuffs because the guy, there was a guy in the comment section that said, does she have a daughter? Which is a legitimate question, which we know the daughter would be of age. The daughter would be that guy's age. So that's a good question. You know, I might not want her, but I might want her daughter, which would probably be legal age. Everybody just went off the rails and it was almost a meme like this. Like, how do you go from watching her go after a younger man, let it go, say he should have hit it 
then if somebody asks, does she have a daughter, you immediately go to the handcuffs. Mm. How is this? <laughs> I don't get that, man. The double standards are off the chain. All right, let's go to the next one. Yeah, I would have had both. Um, anyway, what's the next one? Remember what I told you, gentlemen, about boats. What did I tell you? If you want to skip the line, we always talk about the fast line pass, leveraging options. If you want 304s to be crowding around you, the one thing is you get is you get a boat. You get a boat, you'll never run out of hose because boats and hose go together like tuna fish and white bread. All right, but here we go. Let's go ahead and play it. Um, let me see. I can't play the music, but there you go. On a fine weekend in Miami, in Miami, Newport Beach, California, on a fine weekend off the coast of somewhere in Lake Michigan, you get a boat. You get 304s. That's why it works, man. It's a shortcut. And the 304s will drop that neck. Because here's the rule. Yes. There it is right there. Now, <laughs> there's something about a boat that makes a woman turn into her nature. You know, the story about Odyssey. When they get out there, the sirens. There's also a rule. I don't know if you know the unwritten rule of women. If it didn't happen on the coast, it don't count. Right. If it, it's kind of like Las Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in doo doo Dubai stays in doo doo Dubai. If it doesn't happen on land, it don't count. There's very, very few opportunities and in, in stories that you hear about something nefarious going on that happened offshore. This is why the Navy men in their uniforms tend to do very well with women, the Marines and the Air Force and the Army. Women love boats. Boats and hoes. Yeah, like the Mile High Club. You never heard some woman, I went up to an airplane and the pilot smashed me in the bathroom. You never hear any of that. that that's a secret. That stays up there 3,000 miles in the air. Same thing on the coast. What happens on the coast is different, but what happens on the, on the shores are completely, completely different. Let's go ahead and let them shake them things out there. Shout out to them. Are they Puerto Rican? You know I got a weakness for that. They look Puerto Rican. All right, where the Puerto Rican chicks at? Hey, you want to, hey guys, you want to shortcut the life, <laughs> get you a boat. I mean, listen, I'm just telling you right now. Now, these aren't your wifeys. These aren't your wifeys, but these are also women that are your age that, that are turning you down, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Listen, listen, we just give you guys the stories here. Let's go ahead. I'm going to show you this guy right here. Generation Z uh, point of view of dating. This is what not having a boat. And dating looks like for Gen Z and millennials. Let me see if this is accurate. Let's go ahead and share it. Uh, let's go ahead and see if we can make it larger. That's what she said. All right, here we go. Excuse me, ma'am. You look absolutely astonishing. You think I can get your number? First, tell me more about yourself. I graduated Harvard with a 4.6. I'm an entrepreneur that owns multiple businesses as well as a millionaire. Ew, no. You don't have dreads. Excuse me, man. You about fat as a tick, and I think I can do the trick. You think I can get your number? First, tell me more about yourself. I'm a blue-collar worker. I work very hard. I make six figures a year. And if you live with me, you never look the finger in your life, little baby. Ew, no. You don't have Jordans on. Excuse me, beautiful. I got these files for you because they're just as beautiful as you. You think I can get your number? Ew, no. You're too nice. Oh. It's a parade. It's on my city. Yeah. What's up, little baby? You think I can get your number? Yeah, tell me more about yourself. I got 10 felonies. I got 10 baby mamas. And I don't take care of my kids. Do you at least have a car? Nope. Oh, my God, you're so fine. Give me your number. Excuse me, man. You got any change to spare? No, I don't. Can I at least get your number? Tell me more about yourself. I'm a bum. I ain't take a shower in three weeks, and I collect cans. Oh, poor thing. You're so fine. You can come home with me. Say less. 
man. Damn. I don't know, man. Is it that bad? That seems like an exaggeration. <laughs> that seems like an exaggeration. Is it that bad out there, guys? Is it that bad? You know what I mean? I tell you one thing, man. We tell you about leverage and options. I don't know if it's this, this bad, man. In a matter of moments, you can get you a boat. Game over. Skip right in front of the line. Go get you a bonus. <laughs> or you could be a bum. I have no idea. Somebody said it's facts. Oh, man, it's bad out there. Uh, you guys just need some game. That's what you need. You guys need some game out here. By the way, the girls in your generation are not the girls for you. All right? I know people think that, but your generation is the one that follows you. And for some reason, what's going on with my shirt today? <laughs> All right, I just noticed that. All right, um... The girls in your generation are not the girls for you. Your generation is the generation before you. As a matter of fact, I'm Generation Xer. I'm a Generation Xer. And I have great fun with young millennials and Gen Z. I mean, that's the perfect combination. The perfect combination. Older women in my age group, Gen Z, Gen X. All right, they can go kick rocks. Last thing we're going to tell, tell you about is one thing coaches never lied about. And that is the STI infection of older people. Dr. Emmanuel, he must be Nigerian. Emmanuel, here it is right here. Dr. Emmanuel, exclusive experts warn of STI epidemic in retirement homes. Oh, my goodness. Nasty boy. Stand up. Oh, that's nasty. There's a couple things I want to talk about here. It says the infection rate among seniors has quadrupled in some states over the last decade as doctors blame elderly dating apps, carefree attitude, and ease of access to Viagra. These people out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Ooh, they out here dishing out peace leave in the nursing home. I've been telling you that for a long time, that people in nursing homes are getting busy in the Burger King bathroom, in the nursing home's bathroom. And not only is it that, not only is it that, you got the ease of access to Viagra, you got the ease of access to vagina. That's what it is. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> okay, you got older men out here getting the cheeks. Um, when you become older, you become carefree um, be because you're not really scared of STIs the way you are when you are younger because everybody scares the piss out of you to keep you from fornicating. But once you get older, you're like, well, Ain't nothing I ain't never caught that I can't clear up with a penicillin shot or a little bit of cream. All right, you ain't scared no more. Not only that, the risk of pregnancy is considerably, considerably low. All right, I mean, almost not impossible. So you're not really, uh, just don't go ahead and wrap it up. All right, just go on and jump in. All right, and you're closer to death anyway. You're warmed up for death. So you like, I mean, if I catch something and die, I catch something and die. I'm almost dead anyway. Not only that, there's one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, they ain't scared to die. They they about to be, they death warmed over already. They got one foot in the grave already. One more thing that's happening that people are not talking about. There is that older women are getting smashed out by younger men. <laughs> Granny giving it, giving the cheeks up to young dudes. I know people don't consider this one because you don't see it. Women mate like kittens and cats. You never seen cats getting busy, have you? Have you ever seen cats fornicating? No, but you know it's happening. You know it's happening. Every now and then you'll get that warning in the summer. Some cat ended up in the gutter in heat. And you know that cat getting the cheeks clapped down in the alley, done snuck out the house. Heathcliff banging her out. 
Women mate on the low. It's very quiet. They don't be doing shit in broad daylight. Dogs, on the other hand, come up, sniff the booty. This will do. We'll do it right here, right there. And you holding the dog on the leash. Dog is like, let me go on and get in right now. <laughs> All right. Dog will get it on the spot right now. If you're ready, let's get it on tonight. Dog don't give a damn. Marmaduke will jump right into some peace leave right on the spot. Marmaduke, right up. Let's go. That's the difference. So we know cats are mating. There's cats everywhere. There's a cat woman that got 30 cats in her house. So we know what's happening. But what we don't see, we actually act like it doesn't happen. So you don't think granny's getting her cheeks busted by younger men. And the, the woman could be 65, 70, and she giving it up to a guy that's 30, 35, 40. Okay, easily, easily. And dude is going over there. So we're underestimating this. We think because, look, by, by definition, by definition, who dies before, who dies earliest, men or women? Men. All right. Especially black men. Black men be dead by 55. Pure all up in the grave. All right, feet up and all that, stanking. Black man be dead. Black women live with uh, diabetes and be 300 pounds, and they be 78 years old in the, uh, in the shopping cart in Walmart. This is the same around. So somebody getting the peace leave. <laughs> somebody getting it. <laughs> all right, yeah, 55, yeah. I mean, dude, there's, there's many content creators in our space that 10 toes up, all right, feet up. Before they hit 55, y'all black men, you got to start taking care of yourself. I know it's later, greater, but come on, man. Y'all can't be kicking the bucket at 55. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, where he at? Where he at? Jamie Foxx ain't even 55. He gone. They just figuring out a way to keep it, keep him alive. They like, keep you alive, ninja. Keep your ass alive. You gonna turn into Britney Spears in a minute, dancing like, like a zombie on TikTok. All right, they try to figure out a way to keep his ass alive. They were like, all right, here, let me put a chip in his ass. He's going to be coming out singing Ray Charles like this. Mm. All right, so you guys got to watch your health. Watch your health. Um, anyway, the, the idea, and I've been telling you about this, reporting this. By the way, if you're an older man, if you're an older, if you're an older male, stay in shape, protect your health, get off the salt, get off the sugar, all right, get off the fried food exercise you don't have to be superman don't think you have to do these superman workouts ninja you're 40 years old just get out and walk don't think you got to go run up the desert you know what i mean run up the hill i'm gonna run up this mountain nah man just take it easy mother sucker you in there for the marathon this ain't a sprint okay change your diet um and and and, and just just stay healthy you'll have all the peace leave you want the rest of your life you got niagara out there mm. <laughs> right I want older men to understand. Y'all don't need to shoot testosterone or, or steroids. I mean, you can if you want. What's the point? All you got to do is make it to the end. There's less men than women as you age. Once you get into your late 50s, there's more of there's less of you and more women. As a matter of fact, just look it up. Just look it up. Like statistically, as you age, there's less of you, right? The competition don't weed itself out. First of all, with non-healthy men, men that look way older, ninjas that went out to the club at 30, they smoke, drink, did alcohol. All you have to do is be in shape, ninja. Mm. <laughs> TRT is fine. I Listen, I don't, I'm, I'm just saying you don't need it. You don't need to have abs and shit. You don't need to have abs. 
into your late 40s, you don't need no abs, man. <laughs> you don't need no freaking abs. What you need to be is alive. Just be alive. Yeah, stretch. Once you do that, dude, I'd be at the junior college and women be like, oh, gosh, fine. Finally. Not an old, sweaty, hairy back, bear looking ninja. I'm just a regular dude, right? I'm a regular dude. At least like they're like, okay, a guy, he's almost 50. Look at him. All right, he's looking pretty good. Just be functional, man. Don't, don't overdo it. Stop watching Instagram workout guys that are lifting couches. You don't need to lift 225 no more, ninja. <laughs> All right. You don't need to lift two and a quarter. You don't need to be doing shoulder strokes. You don't need to deadlift 500 pounds. You made it, motherfucker. <laughs> right. You made it. So um, that's the thing here. And you're going to be knee deep and pussy. Or peace leave, as they call it. You don't need to deadlift 550 no more, bro. All right, just let's take it easy. Let's get to these super chats. All right, just stretch, do body weight exercises, get you a couple of body weight, get you some weights, do some curls. You know what I mean? Get your shit on, do some, you know, do some delt flies, stretch them hamstrings. All right, anyway, man. Somebody says, I'm still trying to bench 500. Hey, look, if you Superman, you can be Superman. Yep, do some pull-ups, some push-ups, do some planks, do some planks, be functional. You win. You're in. The, guys, I'm telling you, you you winning. You winning. You don't realize how, you don't realize you're the 1%. You don't realize you're the 1%. You are the 1% man. You're like the 5% man. There's less of you. There's less healthy versions of you. You probably have to make barely eighty dollars to $150,000. You are in the front of the freaking line. You're in the front of the line, <laughs> right? Comparatively. And every woman will probably sell their soul to be with you to make some rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's crazy. It's crazy. Somebody says, how much you benching? No, nah, it don't matter, but. It's way over two and a quarter, but you don't need to. All right. You don't need to. Super chats. ACDC. Did I get you? Teron says facts. My old manager at the time wanted me. I was 17 years old at the time. And she told me to holler at her when I was 21. He says, let's just say she's a woman of her word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did she have a mustache? My woman brain. She had a mustache, didn't she? And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Did you do? Did you do it at work? Did you do it at work? Did you clap them cheeks at the workhouse? Hey, uh, older women in sex never let an older woman tell you, ah, these young dudes want me, but I never, I could never do that. I could never imagine myself do that. Lies. Lies. I know women in their 40s definitely had men 28, 20, 27, 26, throttling her. And we say a lot about older women being that they're age and they have red flags. But what we don't say is they got good peace lead. They know what they're doing. They have less inhibitions. All right. Less inhibitions will allow you to do a lot more things and have a lot more pleasure. Inhibitions are the biggest in, uh, thing that disable women in the bedroom. All right, their inhibitions haven't been lowered enough. So this is why some women drink wine, uh, do drugs, perks, uh, ecstasy. This is why they do that, to lower their inhibitions, as to do things that they wouldn't do without it. All right, this is the danger of dealing with women because you also can, um, you also can get the plausible deniability 
as well. They can change their mind, remove consent after the fact, say that they normally don't do this. They were forced. You spike the drink with some sort of quaaludes. They were, you know what I mean? Dealing with them is a little tough. You got a super chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. Uh, Eli says, able to catch you live because I work my LLC from evening to the morning. Because you inspired me to leave the plantation. I've been ninja watching the streams every day. Just wanted to show my support. Thank you. All right. Shout out to Tara McAdams coming in. He said, no, she did not have a mustache. She still actually looks good for her age. LOL. She's from Trinidad. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. You know, the one thing about this older woman thing is that it doesn't mean they're bad for sex. They could sometimes be some of the best sex you have out here. Okay, the problem is um, they be a little soggy. You know what I mean? If you like, <laughs> it'd be a little soggy. It'd be a little nasty. And uh, afterwards, after you get the taste of wine off of your tongue, because you be frisky. <laughs> right? I had a meme for that, but I think I lost it here. You know what I mean? She going to be, she going to smell like she been guzzling wine all her, all week long, all week long. And it's going to be soggy. You know what I mean? Area is just going to be kind of. <laughs> and then once you do, if you do that too much, you got to go on back over and get you something tight. I always call it tightly packed. Once you go back to tightly packed, it's hard to go back to soggy. You go back to soggy. Mike. So shout out to Zoe man says it happened to me, coach. I was four. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. But um, that happens a lot. It happens a lot more than people know. Big dough butter. Just stop complaining about and handle them accordingly. They either going to give it to you or not. It's not then. It's not then on to the wait. If not, then on to the next. We are the prize, fellas. Yes, we are the prize. One thing we talked about yesterday on my local stream is the amount of men that try to qualify themselves for women and tell their entire story up front. It's one of the worst mistakes young men make. And you're kind of misguided by a lot of other men to give men, give women a lot of conversation, okay? And we call it the Bruce Wayne method. The opposite actually works for you. The less they know, the better it is. And like he says, if you don't get it, move on to the next. But a lot of guys in that video, you try to qualify yourself. Mm, what can you do for me? Well, I got a six-figure job, blue collar. I got a 4.6. I went to Harvard. Mm. She don't need to know all that. She don't need to know all that, <laughs> right? Bruce Wayne, they ask. She don't need to know. She on a need-to-know basis, okay? Stop, yeah, stop giving them all kind of information up front. She's not, she does not deserve it. And if she's qualifying you on that one, that's a basic note to move on. Move the hell on, all right? Daniel says, just want to say thank you for all and what you do. Leveraging options is the only way. Peace, quiet, freedom, hobbies, and Corvette. Indeed, shout out to that Corvette, man. All right, yeah, you guys got to, somebody said, um, somebody said, um, all of that and she broke. All of that and her rent's due. rent's due, motherfucker. All right, I've broken the code to women in, in America, and this isn't to put them down. I've broken the code. The code is they don't have much to offer you on that end, even if they got a job. All right, I'm going to find me a rich woman, said the most delusional man in the world. The richest women you're going to find are old. I know women that make $100,000 a year and they flat broke. And they ain't never spending that money on you. 
They're never spending that money on you, Gigolo. Gigolo Joe's in the house talking about women buy me stuff. <laughs> right? What? All right. Add up everything. Everything she bought for you. Add it up, please. Add up everything she bought for you. I guarantee you, you will not hit $2,000. You will not hit 2K. Talk about she buys me shit. All right, please. We're going to talk about this coming up in another segment. The value of your time. All right. No government name. I think it's the Working Man's Podcast. He said, CGA, my condo building is filled with single, middle-aged black women. Yesterday, a BW talked to me in the elevator about how evil the world is. What does she have to say? It's an evil world we live in. And then invited me over for coffee. He says, I shuffled out of there. Y'all need to save these women. <laughs> he says, I'm kidding. Did you go over to her house, though? Did you go over to her house? Yeah. Oh, boy. My man went over there and clapped them cheeks. But, yeah, man, older women are super easy. They're the easiest targets out here. Easy. It ain't going to be pretty, but it's easy. <laughs> he went over there. All right, shout out to ASAP, says Salute Coach. By far the best streamer in this sphere. It ain't even close. He says, I'm getting that staring Martin Luther Lee in the living room framed in a 30 by 30. Keep killing it. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, man, let's get, which one do you like better? Do you like this Martin Luther Lee? Or do you like this Martin? All right, I like this Martin. It doesn't say staring Martin Luther Lee, but y'all need to get this frame right here. Anytime a woman tells you anything, just, just stare at her like that and watch her shuffle. She will crumble under the pressure. Never engage in the conversation asking her questions. Don't be like, and then what? What is one of the best? I'm giving y'all so much game, right? I just do this, and it's over y'all head. If you've ever been in a sales program, what do they tell you about when you're in a negotiation? Remember, I want you guys to write, write this down. This is what, do this to women, and you will watch them crumble. If you're in sales, what is a, a rule that they say about talking? Okay. What is a rule that they say about talking? Somebody said, Tony C says silence. Yep. There you go. J man says first person to talk loses. First person to talk loses. Speak first and you lose. Never show your hand. Okay. So there you go right there. First person to talk loses. Meaning that once you put the deal out on the table, a salesperson would put the deal out on the table. Okay, this car, uh, 84 months, 26% uh, APR, and, uh, you know, we're going to bump it up. I, I'll take off $400 on the, uh, a, uh, the MSRP. You put the deal on the table. Once you put the deal on the table, now, once that's out there, once you presented who you were, and they start talking. Well, I was in an abusive relationship, and my dad is a my my baby dad is a no a deadbeat daddy, and so forth and so on. This is what you do. Don't ask questions. Don't shake your head. Just look. Just look at they ask. Just like this. Just look. Okay. You don't have to say nothing. She gonna dig a hole so deep. <laughs> she gonna dig a hole so deep. Dig. Shoot, dig, cause she gonna try to dig her. She gonna be, you know, when you put your foot on the uh on the spade of the uh the shovel on the thing right there, you put your foot in there. She gonna dig, shoot, dig, dig, dig. She gonna put that foot on there, put, shoot, right over her shoulder. 
first one to respond loses. Okay, she's going to be keep digging. And, and what happened was, now you could ask a couple of questions, but the, just, just let her dig the freaking hole. <laughs> All right. Just be looking at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. He beat your ass from pole to pole. Okay. Yep, just be listening. Stare at her ass. She going to dig like a mother sucker. And you're going to be winning. The best thing she could do is shut up. All right, but they can't do that. Ladies, can y'all do that? <laughs> All right, here we go. Shout out to Chairman Mo. Hey, Coach and the Coach Gang. Shout out to all of you from China. Coach, can you sing that hymn again? I have been redeemed. All right, we might have it come back up in the middle of the show. All right, because a lot of people have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And filled with the Holy Ghost I am. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. I love that song. Zo Man says, yeah, did many things young, red pill by 10. Yeah, a lot of people get their, what they call the crimson capsule early. And a lot of us get it late. And a lot of us get it like, oh, you know, really bad. All right. Let's take you to the dark side. Uh-oh, the dark side already. All right, we're going to take you to, I think, Japan or China. <laughs> Japan is where we're taking you. All right, here it is right here. Don't save them. They don't want to be saved. Out here, guys. In these streets. As they said, Project Pat said, don't save them. They don't want to be saved. It was in J. Cole's song, Don't Save Them, They Don't Want to Be Saved. It was um, in the boss's song, or even, um, I think, Willie D, Let a Ho Be a Ho. Ho, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let a be a ho. Ho, they don't want to be saved. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you through a very, very dark side conversation here. And this is allegedly, we're going to share the story as it was reported to us. It appears that a father finds his runaway daughter in these streets. In these streets. And he tries to rescue that hoe. But guess what? She don't want to go back. Poppy must have been an abusive poppy here. Let's go ahead and take you to the scene of the crime. All right, there you go right there. Her real dad comes to pick up his runaway daughter. She didn't got away. Nah, man. Runaway daughter. She want to be in these streets, man. She got to learn a hard lesson. She's probably going to blame that daddy with the pimp saying, no, you can't have my hoe. She belongs to me. And if she wants to be in the streets, streets are calling you, um, calling her. And then they're going to say, well, you didn't fight hard enough. You didn't fight hard enough. Or they're going to blame him. You know, you're, you didn't keep your daughter off the blow. You let her get in these streets. All right. They're going to say he was abusive. He was controlling, manipulative, and all of these things. And she wanted to run to these streets. Well, the streets are always calling them. In these streets. The streets are always calling them, guys. It's a hard competition today. They got OnlyFans. They got the complete dark side. They got the streets. They got Instagram. They got pimps and uh, trafficking, human trafficking. All right. Easy money. They got attention. They don't want to be out here under dad's thumb. Dad tries. He fights hard enough. He didn't fight hard enough. We got a runner. 
Damn, Dad. Man, let these hoes go, man. Let them go, man. Yeah, man, see, my, my philosophy is this. You know, uh, one, some people here, they come to my show. We got well over 2,000 million people here. You're here with the best edutainment here on YouTube. You don't have to agree with everything I say, but one thing you must acknowledge is I'm right. All right? You don't have to agree with it. All right? People say, this guy made a video. He didn't agree with you. So, mm. <laughs> all right? I'd be like, are you going to watch it? Nope. No. All right, because I know I'm right. All right, I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need you to agree with me to confirm that I'm right. I, I mean, I'm right. So here's another thing about being right about this situation here. Your hands are tied behind your back, gentlemen. Hands are tied behind your back. A lot of this is going to be happening even more and more. You've been disabled, disarmed as a parent. You got a lot of weak, peace, uh, peace parents out here that are doing the bidding of Satan. You got a lot of things calling young women today, and it's difficult to even possess them. They are possessed by something else. It's hard to get them in relationships and tie them down without them cheating on you. It's hard for them to not entertain these streets simultaneously being in a relationship. In these streets? They got all kind of things. Strap-ons, toys, lubrications. They got bisexuality, trisexuality. They'll try anything. And yes, shout out to the good women who are sitting there in their long skirt protecting their uh, modesty that are going to argue against me. Not me, coach. It's too many of you. I can't have the time to put you in different piles. It's too many of you. And by the ones that saying they're good women and they're 29, 30, 46, you're not good women. You're too old. It's 25 or below. That's how it goes. And then you get locked up by another guy. All right. That's how you get cuffed. And that's the end of the story. If you're divorcee, forget it. No woman files for divorce and then comes out and says, look at me. I'm pristine. Pack light. Who? Who bag lady, you gonna hurt your back carrying all them bags like that? Yes, you are mm. <laughs> right. Talk about I'm 29 and I'm a good one, coach. I just ain't been cuffed. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway. <laughs> all right, what are we doing here? I was telling you some more truths. All right, but uh, anyway, let's get back to the show. Here's another one. Watch how easy they're making this now. In the Oak Town, we're going to the O-A-K-L-A-N-D. And what I know is I'm a fresh MC. Here we go right here. Oakland. Let's go to Oakland. All right. Uh, Oakland is about 20 years behind the rest of the country. <laughs> right? Anything happening in the, uh, the California Bay Area, just go ahead and set your clock to 20 years backwards. It's 2003 in Oakland. <laughs> it's 2003 alright uh, let's go to it here uh, listen everything they talk about is either 1993 or 2003 alright here we go here Oakland sets up street barriers to prevent prostitution <laughs> alright All right. wait a minute wait wait you're going to prevent prostitution by setting up barriers mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ all right, let's hear the story. This is news. All right, here we go. You can see these red barriers are placed in a way where families can still drive in and out of their homes. The idea is to block the Johns from cruising down this street, East 15th Street, and pick up the sex worker. All night long, it's, it's like you're in a Vegas strip. 
She and the neighbors say the girls walk in the street to solicit customers every day, some of them in thongs, bikinis, and see-through tops. Oakland City Council President Nikki Fortunato-Bass represents this area. She says this is part of a whole... All right, so first of all, I don't want to hear ever another man say a woman's outside of your league. That is the dumbest man on, on earth for a man to say a woman's outside of your league. Do you know what these women are doing out here, man? Do you know what the finest women on Instagram are doing? Do you know it's a whole whole economy out here? It's a 304 economy. And there's clowns running around here saying women are out of your league. Are you crazy? That's number one. Number two, if you want to stop prostitution, you got to stop the hoes from selling peace leave. That's what you have to do. But guess what? They ain't going to do it. They want to focus on the men buying it. What about the people supplying it? These girls out here, they need rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They need to get they need to get paid. They got a pimp to pay. They got money to make. You ain't about to stop no pros by stopping the Johns and blaming it on them. The neighbors are sitting up here. These hoes running up and down the street. <laughs> well, that's the neighborhood, guys. That's the neighborhood you chose to live in. And now here you go. You got hoes running. Look, look, look at what you got right here. <laughs> Just look at what you got. Hey, some of you guys have ran game on known prostitutes who wants to deny it most of you guys i would say damn near all of you guys have run game not when the girl was on the street corner she was at the mall shopping with the money she made she was at the club at the disco she was at the club in the disco going woohoo shaking her ass you was walking up here trying to ask her for a dance it's almost guaranteed it's 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 almost like um they have a statistic that says, what is the likelihood that you've met a guy or a person that has committed a homicide? And they actually have a chart for this. I can't quote it because I wasn't ready to quote it. But there is a, there's a high likelihood that you've met a person that's committed a homicide, whether they got caught or not. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you've met at least four people in your life that has committed a homicide. Like it, to you, it seems weird. You're, you're like, no, that can't be. But yes, it can be. It's, it's very likely. Just the same as it's very likely that you've met a woman in a, outside of her environment, outside of the strip club, at the mall, on Instagram, all right, on your street that you went to school with, and she was a she sold peace leave. I mean, that it's got to be an 80% chance that you've met at least one in this calendar year, and it's only April. You've communicated with one this calendar year. It's only April. And um, I actually went, grew, went to junior college in college in the San Fernando Valley. So if anybody knows about the San Fernando Valley of California, it is the prawn capital of the world. And I went to school with known amateur prawn girls. And this was in the 90s. Right. People picked them out. That was like that girl works in prawn. That girl's a prawn, prawn star. Yep. That was then. Now we got OnlyFans and Instagram and TikTok and seeking. We got it here. Strip clubs. And now the rules are wide open. The rules are wide open. I told you to watch that video called uh, Hot Girls Wanted on Netflix. It'll tell you. You'll wake up. You'll wake up. Now, check this out. Check this out. Oh, let me let them finish the story and look at these hot straggle daggles out here. <laughs> All right, there they go right there, out there. We got a flat-backed it. We got a mastodon, light skin. We got a buttermilk complexion. She out here in her panties. What we doing out here, y'all? Holistic strategy to combat sex trafficking. You can see these red barriers are placed in a way where families can still drive in and out of their homes. The idea is to block the... All right, they repeating themselves. 
By the way, the Oakland Athletics, the Oakland A's, are moving for the fifth time in their franchise history. I believe it's fifth, maybe fourth. And they're supposedly coming to Las Vegas. I read an article yesterday. I could not find it. That the stadium, that the land that they bought, which is very adjacent to the Allegiant Stadium, is known as the Blade in Las Vegas. Okay? It is one of the most known blades or tracks in Las Vegas. Now, the article that I read, it was hinting at the fact that they didn't want the stadium to be put there because it would disenfranchise the workers in these streets. I cannot, you can't make... In these streets. You cannot make this shit up. So an advocate, an advocate for sex workers, it was a woman. <laughs> an advocate, yeah, the king's moving to Vegas too. We getting everybody. An advocate for sex workers came out and said the Oakland A's should not move their stadium to this site because it would push the sex workers out. It would put them out of business and they would have to move somewhere else. I need to find this damn article. I need to find this article real quick. I didn't have time this morning. I was in a pure rush. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find it here. Notorious. I was reading it last night. Let me see here. I don't know if I can find it as fast. Let me see here. Uh, I can't find it, but I do have visual evidence. If you want to want to find it out, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's why you don't want the A's to move here, bruh. <laughs> this is crazy. This is, not, but this is the world we live in. Um, let's take you to the blade, by the way. If you guys wanted to know, uh, you might recognize some of these girls if you're in Vegas. Even if you live not in Vegas, you might recognize some of these girls. All right, so here we go. We're going to take you to the Blade. Oh, not at the Lowe's. Not at the Lowe's, gentlemen. I have to narrate this because he has music in the background. Hose is at Lowe's. Mm. Yeah, Deserats are real. Oh, there she is. She off the Blade. Pimping going to be pissed the hell off. She off the Blade. But, uh, guys, these are girls you see on Instagram for sure. Matter of fact, I know a known pimp that has his whole stable on Instagram. All right, so you're messing with Instagram uh, hookers. I'm just telling you guys. I know this for a fact. You're messing with girl on Instagram. They're known 304s. Uh, not 304s. They're known hookers. All right, that's why I call them Instagram hookers. But there he is, pitching game. And uh, she down bad for sure. She need her rent. Your rent's oh. due, motherfucker. She said, look at all of this. She was like, look at all. She's like, look at what I got, daddy. All right, show me that fatty. And there's Patty right there. All right, and she wants you to take her to her to your Addy. Feed all crusty on the bottom. Here, here we go. Uh, what do we got here? Let's go ahead. Yep. There she is. She coming. All right, nope, I'm out. $75, just not enough. All right, I need more than 75. And it must be hotter than July out there with all them clothes out. Uh-oh, picked her up at Lowe's. Another one up at Lowe's. Another one picked up in the parking lot. And we're going to blame the Johns, right? But there you go right there. These are girls that you're dating. Uh-oh, she bending it over for you. Give you a preview. There she is, Straggle Daggle University in the building, and she thick. She said cash inside. I'm not sure what that means. Let's go ahead and skip. Uh, we got a nurse out here, nurses. We're going to talk about red flags in the building. And when you see these shoes, I don't know if women know. This is a known indicator of prostitutes. But normie women don't know, and they buy these shoes, and these are pro this is prostitute attire. Oh, there we go. We got another one going to school. Oh, I'm going to school. We got another one out here. Thicker than the snicker. Rinse, dude. Your rinse, dude, motherfucker. And of course, 
Oakland A's are going to bust all of this up. We got another girl. Wow. My God. Oh, the humanity. Belly sticking out. My Lord, it gets bad. This is why I don't. Oh, we got another one. My good. Oh, the humanity. All right. Wowzers. All right, man. This is why you got to go to the junior college, guys. Don't ever pick up girls on the street like this. Don't ever do it. It ain't worth it. Uh-oh. We got a slim sister right there, senorita. Wave. All right. They all out here. There she is right there. Oh, man. And by the way, eyelashes are also an indicator of prostitution. I don't know if you know this. And the women act like they don't know it, but it is. Thick eyelashes are to keep the semen out of their eyeballs when you skeet on their face. And that has been known for a long time. And these girls don't, they act like they don't know this, but they don't know. Um, if they have thick eyelashes on, they are a known streetwalker or a prostitute, Instagram model. All right. It's the bottom line. Just go ahead and just go ahead and listen. Listen. Just go ahead and cash that check. The check is good. The cheque, el cheque está bueno. It's a slam dunk. All right, so here we go right here. Um, we got another one out here. All right, slump busters. There she is right there. All right, you're going to get some gas, and you can get some ass and trash. All right, damn, man, that's sad out there. All right, boy, it gets rough out in Vegas. Oh, there go one. Uh-oh, oh, my Lord. Man, damn, who mama is that with the wig on? Oh, the humanity. Who mama is that? Who mama is this out here? Man, rent is due. All right, man. Seeking must be slow for these young ladies. But this is where they don't want the Oakland A's. The pool put their stadium. You got girls everywhere. All kind of type. All right. Look at these girls out here. Look at these girls out here. We need some hoeing out here. Here we go. We got another one coming from the liquor store. All right. What you want, daddy? She like what you want, daddy. Hey, listen, this is on YouTube. I don't want to hear no shit. There's plenty of channels like this on YouTube. I don't want to hear nothing about it that I paid. I played on my channel. Well, how much, Daddy? I need rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. How many people did you recognize? <laughs> how many people did you recognize? All right. This is a known thing. When you guys are seeing it, you're kind of trying to put women in different categories. Well, she has long eyelashes, but she's a good girl. No. Nope. No. No, she's not. Look. <laughs> You guys got to have stringent rules, stringent rules. Just go ahead and put them, chunk them over there in the category. Keep it moving. Well, I'm a wife her up. I, that's my girl. She still can be good, coach. No. Have have hard lines. You guys need to have too many gray areas, and you find yourself running red flags. All right. Running the red lights, running red flags. Jeez. Let's get to the next one right here. Who benefits more in relationships, men or women? Shout out to everybody that has a podcast. Do not let them dis, um, discourage you from starting a podcast, telling your truth. What I do hear a lot of people is uh, they're doing is they're not they're not handling the truth. They're just avoiding conversations. And they say, oh, they're going to start a podcast. Just because you have lighting and equipment doesn't need you mean you need to start a podcast. Yes, you do. Start a podcast. <laughs> right? Start a podcast. Tell them. We got to keep hitting them. What we're doing is they don't like the fire. The fire's too hot. And they're telling you to put the fire out. Anybody that tells you to put the fire out and not deal with the issues that we're presenting, that should be a red flag in the conversation. All right, that should be a red flag. They don't want to deal directly with the conversation. Now, if you have a better point, a better issue, talk about it. Now, if your views ain't there, that's what it is. That's how many people care about what you're talking about. 
Views are the views. The truth is the truth. Don't be mad because another point of view, the truth is getting more views. Okay? And don't be mad that people chose me to watch and not you. Yeah, I mean, listen, it is what it is. And that's you. Or chose another content creator to watch. But people are just by basically saying, let's stop talking about it. That's not going to that's not going to change anything. But look, we have this woman that's going to tell you women are the prize. Guys, this is how deep the conversation is going here. She's going to basically say men benefit from relationships more than women. Oh, my gosh. Woo! Let's hear his. One insult that triggered men leave in my comments are things along the lines of no man will ever want you and enjoy being single forever with cats. Who's going to tell them that getting a man is literally the easiest thing for a woman to do? <sighs> my goodness. Ma'am, we already know getting a man is easiest thing to do. It's super easy. You know what ain't easy? Keeping a man. You know what's not easy? Keeping a man. As a matter of fact, women cannot seem to do this. You can get any man to pipe down them guts, but keeping a man seems to just slip through their fingers constantly. Matter of fact, you're judged on your ability to keep men, not get them. On the other hand, men are judged on getting women, not keeping them. That's just the way it goes, and that's the double standards. If you're going to have double standards that favor women, double standards that favor men. Men seem to be rewarded on how many women they get, not keep. Women, on the other hand, are judged on not, many, not on how many men you get, but how many men you keep. So this is where she started off wrong, but this is just easy kindergarten crimson capsule talking point. Let's hear it keep going here. Who's going to tell them about the research that says that there's an epidemic of lonely, depressed men over the age of 40? Oh, boy. She's going to ride this one out. Um, that pseudo social psychologist tried to ride that wave, too. And of course, everybody can present evidence of both sides of the argument. This is just how it works. People are paid to disseminate evidence and present it and use data starts moon charts. Moon stars and quasars to present their point. So while that might be true, I can find another article that would say in, in 10 years, less than 10 years, there'll be more single, unmarried, childless women in America. And no, they won't be happy. They're not going to be happy about it. All right, but let's continue. Who's going to tell them is that men benefit from long-term relationships more than women. They make more money. They're healthier physically, mentally, emotionally. All right, so let's attack some of these art, uh, issues here that she de uh, dealt with. She said, first of all, men are men benefit more in relationships. And she first said men make more money. The problem is, mm. the problem is, if that is true, do they keep more money? Nope. No. They're normally spending more of that money on other people trying to maintain happiness and to keep that relationship going. We're going we're gonna to show you that that all men pay here in a minute just because he makes more money. And even, um, uh, damn, I can't never think it. Prager Institute tried to promote marriage and they got ran over by saying that married men make more money, but you need to make more money when you're married. <laughs> like it's an obvious one. And much of that money is going to be spent not on himself, but on others. So it's not about how much more, it's not how much you make. It's about how much you keep. 
And men who make more money simply don't keep it when they're in these relationships and have children and burdens a performance of marriage. But I just put out one of her fires. Nobody's going to listen. Okay, she also said they're more emotionally stable or emotionally healthy or whatever she said like that. Um, I don't think that's true because much of their time is going to be spent on emotional support for the woman. Guess who's not happy? If he's happy, guess who's not happy? I'm not happy. <laughs> so men in relationships might be happier, but guess who ain't happy? Her. She's the one that's not happy overwhelmingly. And she might even emotionally divorce the man before she ever leaves them. And she's more likely to follow divorce when that man was happy. Men are blindsided by divorce filings from women who they spent on her emotional support and his and oftentimes got blindsided. So while he was happy temporarily, he's not going to be happy long term statistically, statistically. And this is true. Let's hear what else she has to say to try to prove that men benefit benefit more from relationships. Who's going to tell them that the challenge isn't finding a man, but finding a man who is adding value to a woman's life. Value. What is this value you speak of? I'm rich, bitch. All right. So she's talking about she's a bill. Oh, I can find any man, but I need a man that has money, right? I need you. I got money. That's not the challenge. I can find any man. I can get any man. I can get attention from any man. But a man that has money? I got money. That's the challenge. I need a man that can finance this romance. I need that transaction. Hit the damn calculator. Yeah. Men more and more would rather be alone with their peace, with their girlfriends, with their cats, than to devalue their lives with any old man. Oh, man. Any old man she had to decide in there. Any old man. You broke ninjas. Again, what does she just qualify herself as? In these streets. Let's go back. This is what she just qualified herself is. And again, there's a great joke about this that someone shared that was attributed to Winston Churchill. And I'll tell it. Winston Churchill, quote, and I'll try to quote it. Winston Churchill once asked a woman, would you sleep with me if I had $5 million? We'll call it $5 million. And the woman said she might do it. She might consider it. This is just a joke. And then he asks, would you sleep with me if I had $5? And she says, what kind of woman do you think I am? And he says, well, we've already established that. We're just bargaining and negotiating price right now. Aha, all men pay. All men pay. We understand who you are now. You just established that. This woman just established who she is. And that is. <laughs> she just said, I need somebody that can pay these bills. I need transaction. I need you to be able to call. I need you to pay. Now that we established who you are, we need to negotiate price. Indeed. Always. Gotcha, bitch. Indeed. And so she just established herself as nothing more and nothing better than the woman we've seen before. And if it is what it is, that's the game. Matter of fact, she just put a higher price than these young ladies right here to get far less. To get far less. She just qualified herself as that. Now, if you guys don't understand that that's what's going on, you're a hopeless romantic.
it is what it is. And we're going to get that established here on this next video clip. All right. I'm giving you so much game out here. Does she have anything more to say? I don't think she has anything more to add in terms of value, but she might have more to say. Let's give her a chance. The number one insult. Oh, yeah. Who's going to tell them? See, these women are going to be at the end of the day in somebody's inbox talking about they still have value. Let's go to this right here. And this is uh, a content creator. His name is, let me see if I can find it. His name is, it's complicated channel. It's complicated channel. I'm going to see if I can skip to the clip though. All right. I might have to share this right here. I'm going to skip to this clip and it's complicated channel. Here is in, he's here in Las Vegas. Great channel. Go subscribe. Uh, let's see here. He's going to talk about pay for play, play, pay to play rules of modern dating and understanding women. Now, these women, they hate, they go through a lot of hoops and hurdles to try to dismiss the fact that sex is given to in a transfer for power. Power is given in a transfer for sex. All right. And they're qualifying it, but it's complicated. Always tries to twist their tongue just a little bit. I'm trying to find a space where I had it lined up here. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. It seems to me like women are uh, value power these days. Women value love way more than power. If all the men in the world were gay, how would women get power? <laughs> all right. Oh, fair use to his complicated channel. Fair, fair use. I got to find a point where I wanted to show it. This is not at the point. We got a brother out here shuffling. All right, here we go. Crazy in the meantime. Because the depression that we've had as that's men from falling down and fix, <laughs> even if they're in a relationship. This is the minimum. This is it, right? Oh, yeah, they were like, Oh, I got that happens to me. If somebody, I'm not arguing with somebody and having animosity toward them and then giving them my love. Isn't that the same thing as using sex as a weapon against men? Yes, absolutely. If a man refusing to spend money on a woman turns her off, does a man being coerced to spend money on a woman turn him off? I <laughs> could, the minimum. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, no, you ain't paid. I got to pay for this. And I'm out. <laughs> That's it. That's the last. That's a good question. I want you to notice that question. Uh, it's complicated. Channel might go over your head. I'm going to ask. I'm going to have them ask the question again. And many guys have felt this about modern relationships. If the woman asked you, well, you got to take me out. You got to do this. What do you do for a job? What do you do for a living? What do you see yourself in five years? Those are all financial qualification channels. I mean, uh, questions. Those are all financial qualification questions. And if you figure that out, that is a transactional relationship. This is why I tell you that all men pay. Now, I'm going to show you a video with Anton Daniels. He breaks it down even more of the protect your meat philosophy with Coach Greg Adams. All right. He has a great, great video. And this is going to make you interpret what you're dealing with. This is all financial transactional relationship questions. He asks, I'm going to let him ask it again. Here we go thing is using sex as a weapon against men yes absolutely if a man refusing to spend money on a woman turns her off does a man being coerced to spend money on a woman turn him off i <laughs> could many men oh yeah they were like oh no you ain't paid i gotta pay for this and i'm out, <laughs> I'm out. that's it that's the last day it takes away that the feeling that you know she wants to be with me for me and not just because I'm paying for dinner. I'm uh, yep. taking her out. And yeah, but guys, you can't get anywhere without taking out for dinner, which is prostitution, 
which is prostitution that stems directly from prostitution. Taking a woman out to dinner that you don't know is a prostitution act. But you guys will still consider arguing with me just to be right. And you're wrong as hell. Spending money on her. What are your thoughts on the expression every man pays for sex? I think every man pays for sex. Uh, there you go right there. And this young uh, woman here with the tattoos across her knuckle and tattoos on the forehead. It's, this is too obvious, guys. It's too obvious at this point. I know we have a problem with broke men who want to hold the line and talk about tricking and all of this. It is too obvious. Even she knows, and it's a transactional relationship, even if you don't pay directly. Now, I'm going to give you the next guy. Watch this. Men do pay for sex, <laughs> even if they're in a relationship or they're married. Ah, damn. Damn. It's it's getting it's getting past a point that we need to stop acknowledging it or acknowledging. It. He says even in relationships, even in a, in a marriage, that's what you're paying for. Now I know you you're getting other things, but that's what you're doing. We're we're going we're going to the point of no return. It's not coming back. In some ways, they're paying for sex. You know, whenever they get it. Don't men use power to get sex while women use sex to get power? Yes, 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 yes. Why do women? Why do women often claim victimhood by the very thing they use to get power? Woo, man. Hey, this dude's questions. Look at her face. <laughs> Look at her face. This is too much. This guy's too much. This guy is too much. He got too much logical questions, and he will pull back, peel back the bullshit on just about everybody. You shut, you shut them down, man. Sex while women use sex to get power. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Why do women why do women often claim victimhood by the very thing they use to get power? <laughs> Listen, if you use too much if you use too much logic, it actually makes sense. However, it would make it hard for people to manipulate you. And manipulation is taken off the table because you know what it is and you can get to somebody directly and say this is what it is. Now, I don't care if you're in a relationship, you go to you go to the blade, you you have a girlfriend. It's all the same. It's all the same at the end. And actually, it's even worse outcome when you figure out the long game and the long stroke actually works worse against you financially. It is what it is. But people who deny this, I feel sorry for you. As a matter of fact, we're going to go to Ant fair use to it's complicated channel. Now we're going to go to Anton Daniels. Then we'll do the Super Chats. This is uh, going to be a longer video. We're not going to go through the whole video. Anton Daniels is going to talk about this. This is what I've been telling you. I say protect your money, energy, attention, and time. These are all four things that you transact to get with women. All of them have value. In the absence of money, you'll use attention and time, and you'll think you're better for it because you think the woman is with you for, uh, for you. But then you'll find out it's for this transaction. And these transactions have value that are all currency. It's It's... This argument is getting out of control where people call this tricking. It's all the same. All men pay. You just choose what you're valuing. However, the dumbest move is attention and time. Giving that, it costs you more than money. It costs you more than money. And Anton's going to break this down by using hard numbers. Watch this because... Let's just say watch this. All right, let's give his opportunity. Go subscribe to Anton Daniels. Now, 
You don't have to agree with everything he says. I don't give a shit what he says about Pearly. So kiss my ass if that's what you're going to say right now. I don't give a shit. All right, let's continue. 876 with a zero in front, right? 8,760 is the amount of hours in the year, right? And so when you evaluate how much your time is worth, you don't go by how much they pay you on your job because you also have to leave your job, you have to sleep, you have to go and take care of business, you have sex, you play video games, you do all of these different things on a regular basis, right? And what we like to do is in order to make ourselves feel good, we give ourselves a dollar value based off of how much we make per hour when we're on the job or when they're paying us at the job. But the reality is that you have a finite amount of time on this earth, so the way that you base how much your time is worth is based off of how many hours in a year, and you divide it you divide that into uh, the amount of money that you make and generate. So he's basically giving you the idea is that we value, we place a value on time. We place a value on time because time is finite. Money is not finite. It's just basically how much you have access to. Time is finite. So I always tell you what's more important, your time or money. Time is way more valuable for a person like me. I actually can put a number value on my time monetarily which is what all of us do 90 percent of us do this you you put a money value on your time i get paid this much an hour now it gets even deeper than this hold on strong it's going to get even deeper let's get into it from all revenue sources before taxes come out and you have to do it before taxes because some of us actually understand how to uh, maximize the amount of money that we make prior to giving our money over to the federal government. That's a whole nother conversation, right? But if you're breaking this equation down and you're really, really looking at it, that means if you make $100,000 per year, and I might be off a few cents, that means that your time is worth the equivalent of about $11.60 an hour. That means if you go back and you look at that movie Time with Justin Timberlake, it was a great movie The con, con uh, the concept of the movie was awesome. Uh, how poor people operated versus how rich people operated. I love that movie time with Just Justin Timberlake, right? Because it showed you that people that had resources, they, they walked a little bit differently. They had some more confidence. They didn't stress out a little bit more. It also showed you that it wasn't a race war, but it was a class war. Go and watch that movie time with Justin Timberlake. It's an awesome movie, right? But everybody, and they had the amount of time on their arm or on their hand. I forgot I haven't watched the movie in a long time. And once you hit a certain age, that time started ticking down. And when you went to work, they gave you more time. The reality is that when you look at the amount of money that we make and the amount of resources that we have, when you go into work every day, you're essentially trading in your time for resources. Uh-oh. Are you ready? You Look, I, I dudes are distracted in my comment section. You're not ready for this conversation. When people say, I just spend time. I'll just Mac. I'll just run game. I'll just get into a relationship. It'll be cheaper. No, you're trading time for resources. Money, energy, attention, and time. It gives even worse than this. All right? Shout out to this video. Let's go ahead and play it. Meaning that. If it takes you, let's say you make $25 an hour. Let's just use a, a flat number, right? And your meal costs you $25. That means that if you start to calculate how much time it costs you in order to then eat that meal uh -oh. or buy that meal, 
then that means that that meal costs you an hour of your life. Oh, are y'all not ready for this? Y'all not ready? Are y'all ready for this? Hold on for a second. Y'all ready for this? He says the meal didn't cost you 20, an hour of your time. It cost you an hour of your life. It didn't cost you an hour of work. It cost you an hour of your life. An hour of your life. Oh, man, this is, this is cooking. This is why I tell you money, energy, attention, and time. Sometimes even the money is going to be cheaper than the time. Let's continue. Let's continue. Not an hour of your time. Remember, we have a finite amount of time on this earth, so none of us knows what the expiration date is, but everybody knows that we're going to die someday. And then the time that you use or you utilize to, to get more resources, spend with other people, uh, fuck up, you go to jail for an extended period of it, whatever it is, you trade it in your time for that resource and how much it costs you, there's a real number attached to it because that's how... Uh, universally we're able to communicate is through mathematics that's why mathematics is so important especially to the majority of the people that don't even understand why they need to embrace mathematics because then you can start to substantiate exactly how much it's costing you to spend time with people that don't have any value in your life uh -oh. oh my lord have mercy so let's just even most people are dumb when it comes to math numbers and finances but he says most people cannot determine how much time they're wasting and how much resources they're wasting by wasting on people who don't care, who don't provide any value back, no return of investment, low return of investment, people who are leeching off of you, people who claiming they're using love, people who are emotionally divorced you but still stay with you. When you say it's cheaper to keep her, it is not. It's more expensive, but you're attaching a number, but the number is based off of bad math. It's not cheaper to keep her. It's actually worse to keep her, especially if you keep her long. All right, let's continue. So when you're standing on the corner or you're sitting here arguing back and forth with people that don't add, add any value to you or when you're spending it with women that don't ever even really care for you Ooh. or or Ooh. let's say you're a person of resources and you decide to spend a bunch of money on dinner. Remember, if that dinner costs $2,200, let's say you took it to Ruth Chris. You took her to Benny Han Han. You know the little girls with the with the baby hairs. They like Benny Han Han, right? Let's say you took her to Benny Han Han and Ruth Chris and y'all had drinks or whatever. Let's say you spent $200 on dinner. Let's say you make the equivalent of $25. Let's say you make $40 an hour. You make $40 an hour. Cool. That means it costs you five hours of your life to then trade in another two hours of your life to then take her out to dinner. Now, some people say this is co coaches talking points. This is money, energy, attention, and time. A lot of people have the same mindset. I know he watches the show, but we'll give him his just due. He's explaining it even more thorough than money, energy, attention, and time. It costs you five hours of your time to get two additional hours with the woman. Seven hours of your life was traded. Seven hours of your life was traded before you got a piece of ass. Before you got a piece of ass, you traded seven hours of your life. Before you even dipped your dipstick. And I don't care if you're using the pump and dump. 
I don't care if you're running game and using the numbers game. I approach 100 women to get three. I don't care what you're using. You're paying right off the bat, right off the rip. And some of y'all don't even make $40 an hour. You're making 12, 15, 20. Not only did you trade eight hours, you probably traded something like 10 to 16 hours. Money, energy, attention, time. Calculate this in a relationship where we just proved a woman just proved, I just proved her, that she said it's a transactional relationship. And I just proved that other people are saying, yep, all men pay, even if you're in a relationship. If you calculate the cost of a weekend with your girlfriend, calculate. I've been saying this, somebody said, coach, been saying this. I've been saying this and saying this and saying this. You got a girlfriend. You see her from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She goes home Monday. And you go to the festival, the fair, the farmer's market. You go to the, uh, you go to the show. You go. This is a sunken cost that you paid <laughs> and you paid not only directly, you paid indirectly based on the value of your time. And it's a sunken cost. You could have got it way quicker. <laughs> you could have got it way quicker, cheaper, better, and faster. All right. It adds up and you do this all the time, every weekend, every other weekend. You do this every day. You want You go out and waste time. Pursuing women, chasing women, trying to get free cat. And the cat is super expensive for you because you're trading so much time. Now, people still aren't going to agree with me. Like I said, you don't have to. You don't have to. But the numbers don't lie. Here we go. If you make $40 an hour on your job, but let's say you make $100,000 a year, right? If that dinner costs $200, and your time is really worth $11 and $60 an hour because $100,000 a year is the equivalent of about $11 and $60 an hour or $11 and 60 cents an hour. That means it took you, it took you 19 hours of your life. Mm. Remember this, and this will give you a completely different perspective. Y'all not ready for a different perspective because we're too busy dicing things up to make you feel good about your ego. Right. This is you're not ready. Most people are not ready for this. I want you guys to look at it like this and it will make sense. It took you about 18 to 19 hours of your life. To then entertain her and then it took you another two hours to actually do it. So the cost of that dinner was really about 22 to 23 hours. Let's just say you taking this woman out. It cost you a whole day of your life. I'm going to play that part again. I'm going to play that part. And guys, this is a married man. I don't want to hear shit. I brought, I brought a married man to prove this. I brought a married man on. He's married. He has a family and so forth and so on. I want you to listen to that again. Here we go. So that dinner was really about 22 to 23 hours. Let's just say you taking this woman out, it cost you a whole day of your life. Wait. Guys don't get it. Somebody said the math is wrong. We sleep for eight hours, work for eight. Somebody works for eight. I work way more than that. <laughs> I mean, you can try to kick the can down the road and disagree with it. Everybody in a relationship knows that it is a time suck. The time is what you're trading, right? The fact that you're going to be spend some time. Remember, spend time. It's a value. It's a currency. You can spend it. You can also waste it. You can also fumble it. You can also uh, lose time, lose, 
You can't win back time, though. So it is a currency. It is a currency that we use in place of money many times. For instance, I'll give you another example. For instance, let's say a father, because Nas just put out a verse about him being a absentee father. Nas says in his verse, and I'm paraphrasing, I, I, I was there for the money and paying the bills, but I was not a part of my daughter's life. Okay, this is what he's saying, paraphrasing. He says, I was, I, I, I paid the money, I provided for my daughter, but I wasn't there. What do people, what are people saying about Nas? They're like, look, he an absentee dad. It's not about the money. It's about the time. So time is important. We've established it. Now, what they want Nas to do is spend time and money, which Nas is saying, I had to choose one. I couldn't do both. Many fathers cannot do both because if he does both, if he attempts it, it's still a time suck and he can't go out and produce the value that he can give to his child monetarily. So he chooses both and he, he, it's a lose-lose situation because he doesn't make the value of the money. Then the next conversation is, well, you don't have enough money for the things that I like. You can't pay for the private school. You can't pay for my lifestyle. This is the time suck of women. Women say, well, you're here, but you don't have the money. Soon as you choose the time, then the money conversation comes right back. So a lot of men say, I'll just choose the money. The time is, I'd rather not use the time because the time could be exponential and I'm losing great value. That's an argument with time versus money. Some men go, I'll go with the money because I can't replace the time. I can't. Choose time because I'm going to lose the money. Time is a currency. Time is a currency. And a lot of guys are out here. You're trying to feel better about yourself by trading time and attention. By trading time and attention. But what you don't realize is you're trading away your life on something that you can't get back. Money you can make back. Time you cannot. And you're doing this in the, in the idea that you're getting better quality women. I'm getting her soul. Watch this. Let's go back. If you think that's the truth, listen to this woman. She will basically tell you, no, it's about the transaction right here. They're telling you it's not about the love. It's not about my soul. Sometimes it can be. It can be temporarily. But at the end of it, no, it wasn't about that. It was about the money. And if you didn't have it, you were no good classless ninja. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, it's too simple. This shit is too simple for me to understand. This shit is way too simple. But a lot of guys will still argue it. And this is based on male ego. Male ego. These women don't barely have souls out here to give you. Not only that, has she given that soul to another person? Yes. Has she given that soul to another man? Yes. Let me, let me show you a, a little cartoon clip. Everything she's giving you, she's given to another man for cheaper, faster, or better. <laughs> You're getting nothing that she hasn't got given to another person. She's already gave it to somebody else. Let's go ahead and let Tom Thomas the cat let y'all know. All right, reading, my old, reading old messages from my ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
The game is not to be sold. And so she already did that with you. She's already with somebody else doing it, doing the same thing, brothers. They do the same thing with every man. Every man already had that shit. They give you the same damn thing. It ain't nothing different. What you're getting from her today, somebody else got. And she, you're, hey, listen, and you ain't the last one. She gonna give it to somebody else. We got some other clips here, but I'm going to go to the Super Chats. Then we're going to go to the next part of the show, which is going to be, let me see if I can see where my clips are lining up here. All right, let me see. I think it's a little bit out of order. Oh, fair use to anti and it's complicated channel. A lot of men get distracted about little shit that I don't care about. Trust me. If you're on my if you're on my money mindset show, you see that what I do takes probably about 11 to 12 hours out of my day. You think I'm concerned about these little YouTubers and who does what? You guys are some of the dumbest guys out here. I I don't care about none of these YouTubers in their personal life. Zero. Nor do I watch them that that much. All right, if you were on Money Mindset, I showed you my schedule per day double streaming. I barely have time to take care of my personal needs, let alone worry about these little YouTubers, all right, and their stuff. And I'm not trying to call them little, but it is he neither here nor there. All right, shout out to no government name SD. He says, I was with one of my best friends this weekend when he found out someone else, wait, when he found out from someone else that his baby mama signed his son up for flag football and had a game that day, the pain on his face hurt me all because he stopped dealing with his ex anymore. Parental alienation day, I think was yesterday. All right. And that's a sign of parental alienation. All right. The mother knew how to contact him and tell the, the father that um, the son had a game. She refused to, she did that by choice. That is a parental alienation. The family court is not going to worry about shit like that. They'll slap her hand. But yesterday was a parental alienation awareness day in which women overwhelmingly commit parental alienation against fathers. Now, do fathers commit it against women? Yes. Fathers do commit it against mother, but this is overwhelmingly an issue that men deal with. Guess what the comment sections look like? The comment section were like, hey, you know, parental alienation affects a lot of men, fathers, child. And there were women in there. Well, it happens to us, too. There were women in there. Women get parental alienation. Y'all can't let us have one goddamn thing, can y'all? Without turning the back to you being the biggest victim. Parental alienation overwhelmingly affects fathers. It's not even close. It's not even close. If you take the fact that most women have custody of their children, like 83% have custody of their children over the men. Who do you think is getting alienated? The mother? How? How? But they want to steal the spotlight and put it back on them. Sure, it happens. But we are highlighting the fact that it happens more to fathers and nobody addresses it. In fact, if it happens to a mother, people have no problems addressing it. You have no problems addressing it. Running over the fake book, hopping on the court of public opinion, talking about it. And when you talk about it, everybody gives you a sob story treatment. They hand over a tissue. When women talk, when men talk about it, they tell us or ask us who hurt us. When we're giving you clear indication who exactly it was, you know exactly who it is and you still don't care about it. That's why Parental Alienation Awareness Day is about men being alienated from their children. An example of that is a petty one just like that. The kid signs, she signs the kid up for an activity. 
She doesn't tell the father the schedule. The father learns after the fact, which is too late. And she's telling everybody at that facility where the game is had. Oh, my dad is a, he, the dad doesn't is not involved. The dad is a deadbeat. He don't pay his child support so that the next time he does show up to the game and he has to ask the coach for the schedule. He has to go to a website to follow the schedule, not directly from the mother. The next time he shows up to the game, all the parents look at him like he's the worst human being on the planet. Well, you don't come in your game. I heard you did this. I heard you wouldn't abuse him. I heard you don't take care of your kids. Soon as he shows up, they're railing his ass. The father not only gets alienated from the child, he gets alienated by the entire community. Mothers do not experience this shit at all. So for people to jump on here and make it about you instead of dealing with it head on and then want our, you want the manosphere to all of a sudden just disappear with all of these things you were talking about, shaming this and this and that. No, we have men dealing with these issues. Nobody's correcting it. They're just telling us to stop telling the stories. The stories are stories of many men that don't get to express this by their own podcast. So I am one of the people who will take on the task. I don't give a shit that you've never experienced this in your life and you don't understand it. I don't care. We have to continue telling these stories. We have to, because many men can't tell them. Many men are scared they're going to lose custody of their children if they tell these stories. Because the mother's going to, first thing they do, take their YouTube channel into court as proof of alienation by the father. So many fathers keep quiet. But I'm not scared. I will tell the stories. And it is what it is. Chairman Mo, hey, Coach Gang, this is how crazy the world has become. They will build a wall to stop the Johns and 304s, but the same people will call you racist. And every insult in the book, when you say you want to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexican border, crazy world, yes. <clears throat> Guys, we all know that. Anybody that wants the border to be open down south wants to basically um, – bring in a new class of individuals, hard workers, family-oriented people, new Democrats, <laughs> and terrorists. <clears throat> All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to Mr. By the Mile. He says, thank you so much, Coach, for being active on my channel. Go check out Mr. By the Mile if you want to know how to do trucking. He says, as a man, there was nothing more important than your purpose, time, and people, so long as they are willing to make um." and are making moves for positive change. I am a blue collar, 150 to $200,000 a year union worker. Your words and knowledge have helped me so much. Southern California homeowner. And he says, I got money. I mean, Mr. Bottom, I'll be uh, putting in that work, hooking them trucks up. All right. And he says he's a six figure guy. And yes, six figures. Sometimes you got to do a job, not in a corporate setting. As a matter of fact, many men in corporate settings are broke. Shout out to my man in corporate settings, but I know a lot of us only think corporate jobs are real jobs. It's a sad thing. Shout out to my blue white collar workers out here. I'm not trying to demean or dismiss you, but many times people will take uh, white collar jobs and think they have a capacity to make more money when the fact that you can be indoors and in comfort is an incentive to pay you less. That's an incentive to pay you less, right? Some of the hard, more unless you're on Wall Street, right, and you're you're over a a hedge fund or something like that. That's a, that's an exception. 
but they can pay you less by providing you comfort, right? And benefits, right? That's that's how they get you. Uh, but if you got to be outside doing anything labor difficult, there's a lot of people doing labor, laborous jobs. I, I messed up the word there. Job labor that make a lot more money than people who are sitting in a corporate setting. It's it's a it's a truth. It's a truth. Um, and it's it's a it's basically a comfort tax. <laughs> it's a comfort tax. You get taxed by being indoors comfortable. Look at teachers. Teachers are a prime example. We're not, we're not gonna say what about Congress. These people are um money launderers at best, but teachers pay comfort tax. They get to be indoors, they get weeks and months off of work. They claim they work full time when they're just creating busy work for themselves. They babysit. They're glorified babysitters. It takes them 20 minutes to do attendance and calm down the classroom to do a 15-minute lesson. Then the kids are ready to run outside when the bell rings. You pay a comfort tax. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> you get to be indoors with the air conditioning while there's somebody out there making $80,000 doing some real work. Shout out to all my teachers out there, but it is what it is. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I don't think the Kings will move to Vegas because the arena they have in Sacktown is still new, and they are playing well in the playoffs right now. Vegas does have an NBA arena ready in the T-Mobile arena, which they're not going to put it there. They need a separate facility, but you guys will likely get an expansion team. Yeah, Sacramento has always threatened to move to Las Vegas. Um, It could be possible, and uh, the Kings are having a good year right now. Uh, but I would not count on that lasting very long, all right? It's the Sacramento Kings, for goodness sakes. <laughs> all right, anyway, I don't want to rain on their parade. They're actually doing well this year. They about to get ran over. If they don't win this next home game, it's a Rapsky. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, Daylight says, brother coach, when I was younger, I in my prawn-watching prawn days, I used to watch so much prawn, my hand power levels were over 9,000. Anyways, I noticed the girls in prime were always beautiful and I always thought these girls can easily be a good, can easily get a good, decent man who will provide and protect them and make them a good woman. But instead, they chose to turn and get turned out by the industry. It always baffles me why beautiful women choose this path. Have we been lied to about women? And is there such thing as a good woman, ladies and gentlemen? Um. Well, first of all, <laughs> um, the the I don't know if we've been lied to. I think men have lied to themselves. Men have lied to themselves. It's been right here out in front of us. It's been right here. The It's just a matter of you noticing what the truth is. What is the truth? What is the truth? The truth is beautiful women are monetized. Again, the truth is what it is. The truth is what it is. If anybody disagrees with me in this truth, you're lying to yourself and I cannot help you. I'm, I'm trying to help. You're lying to yourself. Anybody disagrees with me, male or female, this is what I have to say. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yeah. Beautiful women are monetized. They've been monetized forever. They've been monetized since forever. They've been getting busy in the Burger King bathroom under the age of 18. They get started quick. There are some women who go to uh, a little bit later, 19, but by then somebody didn't touch them already. 
up and down. They've been imprinted. If they're an attractive woman, they will consider, they will consider why they have to work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. And they will figure out I have value. Now you are now seeing ugly women doing the same thing. And this is what's throwing off the marketplace. Women who are marginally attractive, average at best, plain Jane, stock factory issue. They're like, well, I, my worth is up here. Let me give you a prime example. Uh, this woman right here, okay, who just admitted to what we admitted to. This one right here. She just said it. I got value and you need to bring this. I need to have that. Now, are all women saying this? No, not all women are saying this. It's very difficult to find the ones who are not, though. And it's hard to find the ones who are not saying it and are unaware, are, are aware that they're saying it. For instance, if you say, well, what do you do for a living? What do you see yourself in five years? Just go ahead and say that is a monetized. We have to call it. I'm that is a monetized woman. Anybody, woman that says they are the table. I don't want to argue that either side is the table. Okay, you got to have all of this. What do you? What am I going to get from you? Well, I'm. You're going to get me. Come as I am. If you don't set me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. This is this is a bad deal. This is a bad deal. With that being said, that being said, attractive women are monetized. Models, models. That's a, a that's a form of monetizing her attractiveness. A woman who is what considered a um trophy wife. If a woman says, I'm a trophy wife, I'm the, that is monetization of beauty. That's monetized. Some women at a younger age will realize this and they will cash in and push in the chips right up front and say, I'm a trophy wife. I want to be a stay at home trophy wife. That is monetization of her beauty. She cashes in on it. So with that being said, when you go take it, break, break it down to strippers and prawn and OnlyFans and seeking and all of these things, these are all monetizations of cat at, at the very least or beauty. The problem gets thrown off is when women who are marginally attractive aim higher, right? And so that's where it throws it off. We call them 49ers. 49ers. These are fours who want to be treated like nines. 49ers throw the shit off. And this is where you're messed up. Not only did you not did you want to save the prom girl, you wanted to save the cam girl, you wanted to save the OnlyFans girl, and you realized you couldn't save her. Now, y'all out here trying to save 49ers. <laughs> right? That's where it goes left because those women are like, I have value out here. Now, that's to be... You know, the, the market determines that, not necessarily them. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. So this woman clearly just placed the value on herself. <laughs> right. And she placed it where she placed it where men are likely to spend the money. And that's where she chose to, to monetize herself. That woman seems like a good woman. But she's also was a hooker. I mean, what do you tell me? She seems like a distant person. She doesn't seem threatening. She doesn't have tattoos all over her neck. She looks slightly above average. She seems like she doesn't have a bad attitude. I can't detect any of those. That is seems like a good woman. But she also says, 
I have value between my legs like an ATM card. Mm. I mean, man, it's difficult. It's getting difficult. This is another woman that says she's hotter than average. And guess what she deserves as a result? Listen, I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. Again, she monetized herself based on the value she provided, which were run of the mill. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. And she says, I'm an above average individual, which average is losing, right? Average is the first loser. Average is second place is the first loser. Average is the first loser. And she says, I'm slightly above the losing crowd. And I deserve an insanely rich guy. Now, that woman's attitude is pretty poor, but she doesn't seem like a vicious woman. But she placed a value directly on her. That is transactional. I'll give you another one. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Here we are again. Here we are again. She seems like a decent human being. She doesn't seem like she would fight me in the street or stab me in the back. So I probably would have her over. But she placed a value on her time, materials, and effort. Transactional, aka transactional. It's it's getting difficult, guys. It's getting it's getting really difficult for you guys to figure this out. But the truth is right in front of you, and the truth is what it is. How about this? How about Zoe? Zoe says it. I'm not going to play the whole clip, but listen to Zoe. I'm going to give you two clips. Listen to Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. It's getting tough. She says, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. One more. Protect your ears. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Where where we at, guys? Where we at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I know it's not on the screen. It's just a sound clip. Where we at, guys? And that woman is way below average from that clip. Where we at? <laughs> Somebody tell me where we at. <laughs> not only when I start selling it, she been selling it. This is what I'm opening your eyes to. They've been selling it. Now, you can deny it all you want, but going on dates, all right, taking them out to eat, proving yourself, it is what it is. Let me get to these super chats. I got to get to the super chats on the screen here. All right. Uh, deny, deny, deny if you want. Where are we at? All right. Zoe Man says, uh, okay, I got it. Robert Roberto Moreno says, save your money, not a 304. Shout out to Clint. Eastwood, shout out to my favorite character on Back to the Future. I'm All right. Clint Eastwood says a fistful of dollars for you. My statement, silicone technology is great. Junior college getting phased out. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, AI is going to be a problem. AI is going to be a problem. So, yeah, not only like it's sad out here. Shout out to Roberto Moreno. CGA is the uncle we never had, but wish we did. 
we got it. Ladies love cool. C says born again virgins that have been single for a long time are the biggest red flag. They are not virgin. It's just a front to trick weak men. Okay. Trick weak men. All right. And the trick is often implies that there has to be, there has to be uh, not direct consent and direct agreement and indirect agreement, an indirect uh, situation implies trick trick. You have to bamboozle someone, right? Like marriage could be a trick. We're going to talk about that with this woman trying to sniggle back into her relationship. You can get tricked in a marriage. Thus you become the trick. She might say, I love you and we'll be together forever. Then pull the plug um, and blame it on you. She'll blame it on Jermaine, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. That, that would be trick. That's a, that's by definition a trick. <laughs> or um, I'm going to do, we got a long show today. I got more clips. I'm going to show you another trick. I'm going to show you another trick. Shout out to the infamous says Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson fire today. Shout out to them. It's getting hectic out here. Everett Walker, coach, my nephew went to prom this weekend with a flat back at Kaylee. I saw the pitch, and he definitely was showing his teeth. Niggas always got to show their teeth. Shout out to him. I hope he put his hand all the way down the back. J2, the Lil says you can't stop dope selling, but stopping the dope. Wait, you can't stop dope selling by stopping the dope fiends. You stop the seller, not the buyer. Everybody knows that. But, of course, it's the blame game. Well, these girls have to do it. No, they don't. Roberto Moreno, they're choosing this. Roberto Moreno, Roberto says, Patty with the fatty who wants to go to your Addy. And of course, she gonna call me. Get him, Daddy. ACDC, those eyelashes are cumbrellas, coach. Cumbrellas. Yes. Um, I tell you the story about the woman who went to a strip club. It was a young woman that I was dealing with, junior college material. And she went to her strip club for the first time and she decided to tell me about it. And she said, Wow, she was like, the strippers have on everything I have on. <laughs> and I was like. And this is what this is why you don't listen to young women. I looked at her like this. I looked at her like this and I said, I'm sorry, ma'am. No, you have everything the stripper has on. How are you? How? Ma'am, this is why people don't understand the cultural shift in our in our country. Women, modern women are mimicking prostitutes and strippers. It's not the reverse. Mm. <laughs> I was like, now you see why people talk about what women wear in public and people are somewhat appalled by it. Well, all women got these tight pants on and they have their booty cheeks hanging out and their titties and they wearing camisoles and they're wearing, uh, you know, you can see their panties and their whale tail. This has been 20 years of just women just encroaching towards prostitution. Then you have the eyelashes, the breast implants. Uh, soccer moms look like 1990s prawn stars. Jenna Jameson, you're mimicking the prostitutes. It's, how is it hard not to figure this out? Tattoos all on your chest long fingernails these are what street workers wear then you mimic them by doing dating which is prostitution weaves eyelashes it's actually when, when who are the first people to wear extensions prostitutes wigs it's the oldest profession i don't understand why people don't see this 
You don't have to even be red pill to see this. It's completely obvious, but people are completely a bit oblivious. You're wearing the uniform of the Jezebel. <laughs> like, and she got the nerve to go in the club and be like, wow, they're wearing nothing different than I am. Duh. I'm like, what? Oh, the humanity. When you see it, you see it. Those eyelashes are what pros wear. I know you think models wear them, but what you don't understand is a model is a prostitute. I'm, I'm trying to put y'all on game. A model is a pro. That's what she does. She uses her body <laughs> to sell other things for other people. She's using her body, bruh. And a model agency is a pimp. What are we doing? It, this is just too easy. But of course, people, they think this has something to do with anger. No, this is the truth. It's biblical. It's been written. The oldest profession is the oldest profession for a reason. Good women don't mimic. I'm sorry. Uh, women in the street of the night don't mimic women. Women mimic them. It's too damn easy. But people think that this is something that has to do with anger. No, this is the spirit of Elijah speaking through me, through the spirit of holy. Thus, the most high, if you will. But I do participate in debauchery for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. With that being said, this is too damn easy for me. I hate to disseminate this. If you guys call it hate, this is real. It's real. And there's some clowns out here trying to make it different than this. It's not. It is straightforward, actual, factual, undeniable truth. You guys have mimicked R&B stars, who, female stars who serve nothing but these people in the industry as MK Ultra sex kittens, trained prostitutes, and they've been touched at young ages. It's undeniable. Women mimic them. And I'm like, these are just prostitutes, a.k.a. models, a.k.a. In industry women, pass arounds, if you will. They watch Bad Girls Club and all these uh, Chris Schillian rock and all of these modern day prostitutes. It is what it is. Then you appear like them and then wonder why good men don't want you. You wonder why you go to a club and then you say all pretty women were there. You sit on your phone and you swipe. And then when a man approaches you, you look like this. And then you say, why don't men approach us? Because you are for sale. And that's what you look like, period. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. I wouldn't say how much, but I don't approach people like that. All right. I don't approach people like that on the street. I know where to find them. But they these are for sale women. Shout out to we got some updates here. Breaking news. Justin O. Henry Resilient. Don Lemon fired from CNN. He ain't protected. Nope. They found out he was a misogynist, too. And he got the can. And that was his final swan song was the misogyny um, uh, allegations. And, of course, he went out there, thought he can just, block. hey, black man, I'm just letting y'all know. I'm letting y'all know. You have nobody supporting you out here. Not even other black men. So you think you can just jump on agendas and you can try to make people feel good from your position out here? This ain't time to feel good. 
Um, you think you can jump on the other side and you have support over there? You do not. You're still a black man. And the biggest enemy to me, the biggest enemy to black men are black men. If you think you have support on the other side, you don't. I don't care if you want to switch Sashay or Shantae, your way to support over there. You still a ninjas when it comes to them flatbacks over there. Mm. Now they need you to vote. They need to take your ass down there to the Democratic fish fry and do that bidding. And you will, to the tune of 90% of you, you're going to take your ass down to the Democrat fish fry or your single mammy going to take you down there to the pole and you're going to do their bidding. And then they're going to kick you in the nuts. As always, protect yourself. <laughs> right? Hardcore truth. Hardcore truth. He thought he was one of the girls and he wasn't. Mm. He thought he could enjoy them catfish nuggets in peace and he didn't. And he got his ass kicked to the curb. <laughs> All right. Roberto says, Tucker Carlson now gone, okay? Mm. All right, Tucker Carlson getting a damn boot. It's getting hectic out here. Mr. O with the info, CGA, remember the origins of dating stream? Uh, you did that, that I did, and I suggested, remember, and uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, how the flappers started. Yep, pros were mad. The flappers were... Uh, women that encroached over into the 1920s, the 1960s, and then into the 2020s, 2010s, were the sexual di digital re revolution. Um, the flappers, you know, many of your grannies, great grannies were flappers. It started uh, with the baking down and eroding of what, what we call, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, modesty of women. Essentially, that's what it was. And they've been breaking down and eroding that and blurring the lines the entire time, delivering you repackaged results. Hashim says, the evolution, everybody pick it up. The evolution, everybody pick it up. That's my book. It links in the description box. Let's get back to the debauchery out here. Okay. Uh, we got who benefits. Were, oh, shoot. Look, check this out. Let's take it. I'm going to take you to these clips. We're going to get to the red flags. Let's talk about the red flags. Hell with it. Hell with it. Let's do it. Run it. Run it, run it, run it. Oh, they also said back in those days, don't turn a 304 into a housewife. People forget about this. Like times haven't changed. People have changed. Times don't change. Okay, the people's change. All right, let's get into this one right here. Red flags that you must avoid the absolute list that will save your life. And we're going to go in deep on this one. The number one thing that you should avoid, the number one red flag that you should avoid is any woman who claims that she is depressed, anxious, or stressed. Any mental health condition, bipolar disorder, all right, borderline depression, BP, whatever, BPD, I want you to immediately tuck tail and do a 180 and skedaddle. That is automatic. It should be money in the bank, all right? But a lot of guys will simply say, I can fix her. If she's not happy without you, I guarantee you she's not going to be happy with you. With that being said, if she says she's going to be happy as long as I got a guy that does the right thing, loyal to me, and so forth and so on, you're setting yourself up for a trap. Do not go there. This person is damaged and foobar. effed up beyond all repair. There's nothing. If you don't, here's the trap on this one. If she's already dealing with mental health issues, and then you come in and then you do not fulfill her requirements, which will be a, like a moving goalpost. 
you'll never really hit the target. You'll just come close and she'll move the goalpost. If you don't rehab the situation by maintaining a consistent effort, she's going to blame you if she threatens to take your life, her life, or anyone else's life. Do not do it. Gentlemen, you're going to save your life if you run away from any woman that has any, any mental health, any, any, because we also know mental health issues do not get repaired, right? She's foobar. She's literally the definition of foobar. There's no repairing it. It takes constant work to get her to do not, to not do what, which is to relapse. So it's always going to be there. The problem is we've accepted mental health issues as a common uh, position in life. And that's where the crux of the uh, possibilities are because uh, women, one in four of them taking mental head meds, this is statistically reported. We've already done this with the evidence. We provided this evidence. Not only that, they're now using this as a standard setting. Well, it's okay if you go to therapy, and this is okay if you are seeing a counselor, and it's okay if you have stress, anxiety, depression. It's part of life. It's okay if you have, okay. Okay. That's fine. I don't believe that, and I can choose to not believe that. I think it's cowardice, laziness, and a bunch of other things. The seven deadly sins, but we don't have to agree on that. But what we do have to agree on is the fact that I'm going to stay away from your monkey ass. All right? That's what we do have to agree with. I can choose that. I can choose to not agree with you, and you can choose to not agree with me, but I can also choose not to participate with you and partake. That's an automatic, and that will protect me from your crazy ass. Yes, diagnosed clinically. I'm not dealing with people who are on mental health meds, and this is the number one reason why. You're sober. They're not. I'm sober. You're not. You're under the influence. And you're under a prescribed influence. How would it make it fair to have any rational or logical discussion when they can just lean back on either being zooted, have an addiction, and or say, well, I'm not going to take my meds and whatever happens, happens. Also, you have to bow down to my mental health anytime I challenge you. If I challenge you, oh, I was abused in the past, thus you're abusing me now. That You guys have no control over that. Kick they ass to the curb. It is a trap. You're not going to win this one. I'm telling you, gentlemen, if they admit to it, and guys, if they even if they don't admit to it, you better dig back into the far recesses of that medicine cabinet and pull out all the Zoloft, all the, all the prescriptions, the thin, the friends, whatever. Pull back. If they admit to going to therapy, pull back. Pull back. These are not suitable mates. There's going to be women say, there's a lot of good women that are in therapy. No, they're not. They're, they're foobar. They're 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 needing to be repaired. Pull back. What I tell you is the only way you can beat this is to basically stop cooperating with them. Anybody that tells you about this red flag is automatically off limits. I don't care if it's your mama, your daughter, your cousin, your homie that you went to school with, uh, your coach, whoever it is. If they're admitting to this, pull back. Because the only way they beat you, you you will never beat them in an argument or whatever it is. You will never beat them in a common agreement. Whatever happens, they're going to lean back on that. And that's how you're going to take that L. That's how you're going to take that L. They're damaged. 
And a lot of people are leaning on this thing. And I'm not, I'm, I, I basically say, okay, if you're admitting to this, I'm not dealing with you at all. All right. Because it's not fair. You're not putting me in a fair situation or scenario. You're putting the, you're putting a, me in a position to blame me. So I don't care who it is. Pull back and let them live their life out and see if they correct themselves. Statistically, we gave you that we've done an entire stream on this one. The idea of mental health is to accept that you cannot be fully repaired. You can't. Like they literally, they they literally say we can't fix these issues. Man, shit. <laughs> Out. I'm gone. And if you're a male, same goddamn thing. If you're a male, I'm not dealing with you and you goofy zooted. If you goofy ass zooted, I'm out. You can't hang with me. You can't come to my house. You can't kick it. Because if you sit up there and tell me you depressed as a male, I'm going to tell you, you have the greatest luxury in life that any man walking this earth has ever had to be able to sit your punk ass down and tell me you depressed. This is the best. This is the only time in, in the planet Earth that men have ever been able to say some shit like that. What a luxury you have. So you can't kick it with me. <laughs> I don't have that type of luxury. I take a hard stand. Well, y'all take y'all crazy asses over there. I'll be over here. I can do that. Now, you guys deal with your issues. I'll deal with mine. <laughs> All, right. All right. Whoa. Now, if y'all want to huddle up in a, in, a, in a circle and circle jerk each other, have at it. I won't be there. <laughs> you got too much time on your hands to be sitting around thinking about what you are in life. Jesus. Well, go sit around over there. I ain't got some shit to do. <laughs> I got some shit to do. I don't buy it. I don't buy it, and I don't have to buy it. But you have to buy it, and everybody in your circle has to buy it. I don't. I don't. So here's the next red flag. Male friends. Male friends. If she says she has male friends, or she says she has more male friends than female friends, do a 180 and skedaddle. Skedaddle. Do not fall for this one, young men. Do not fall for this one. This is the oldest trick in the book. Now, you're going to assume I'm going to say she's fornicated with all of these men. Well, I can't prove that. Neither is that important. I don't know. Nor is it important to me to, to determine. But what I do know is that transactionally, she's receiving something of value that keeps her being around these men. She's getting something. That's why she kicks it with them. It could be attention. It could be transactional time. It could be validation. These are all great currencies. We've already proved that. And if she finds that interesting that men have these things, she's also admitting that she doesn't trust women. Thus, she is one of them. Why in the world don't you trust women? Please let me know. And she might say it. Women are engaged in too much trauma. Drama. She's telling on herself via projection. She's wise enough to know it. She knows the rules. But thus, she is one of them. And she's telling you about it. She's telling you about it. Any woman that says, I hate drama loves drama right she loves it she can't wake up she can't wait to wake up and get involved in the drama she like drama did you call drama is that you pet player 
pimping. Is that you? She loves drama. I hate drama. She loves drama. She wake up, can't wait to get in the drama. She keeps around these men, not because they're men, but because these men are full of drama. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. See, I'm taking it to the next level because you think I got smoke for these women. I got smoke for these men out here. She hangs around these men because these men are single raised men that love drama. As a matter of fact, most women who watch male manosphere content creators that say they're not in the manosphere that try to distance themselves, but they're in the common algorithm of manosphere. They are always on the channels of men who creating drama on YouTube. Cause they love drama, drama oriented as men depressed, victimized as men, especially black men. They love drama and they love drama men because it gives her more attention. Oh, y'all ain't ready. You don't see many women up in my comment section because I ain't about the drama. But I sneak over to their channel and peek. Women be up there big up in them. Why? Because they're they because women recognize other women tendencies in men. Oh, shit. Y'all ain't. They know a drama man. I cannot stand drama men. Can't stand that shit. Ninjas want to come over here, tell me about what I feel about another content creator. Who gives up? You think I give up about these people? Not only that, women want to come over here. Men want to come over here and start drama with somebody else that wasted their time talking about me on a free marketing campaign for CGA. Because I know people hate watching me and I love it. Keep watching me. Keep watching me. You want to hate drama? You want to hate watch me? Have at it so you can make a video about me. Good. And then just want to come over here asking me to worry about it. I don't give a f I don't. You think I care? <laughs> like, when was the last time I cared about that? I'll wait. When was the last time you see me directly respond to it? When was the last time you see me cut a video? <laughs> what? It's never happened. It's happened one time, and that was in 2018. Yo, drama-filled men are the worst men on earth. Enjoy your depression pills. Let's give me the next one here. Let me give you a break here and give you a video here. All right, this is the male friends guy, a uh, girl. This is the male friends girl guy, all right, if you will. And uh, this is a guy whose woman is going to say she has a male friend that has a lake house that they want to go to. Avoid, red flag, and he calls out the red flag but he's also insecure and controlling. Let's kick the music. I have all sorts of questions, and your story just started. You have a friend mm -hmm. that has a lake house? Mm -hmm. Is your friend a man? Uh-huh. So are you saying he's a man with a lake house? Are you going to say that he'll let us stay at his lake house? For free. No, 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 no. He was like, he was like, hold up. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. Hold up. Let me get this shit straight. What he determined, let me tell you what he determined. He determined that that transaction, that relationship is transactional. My man said, he said, nah. Nah. He said, there's something else going on here and I ain't with it. Nah. 
Now, what people will convince you is, is he's controlling, he's secure, but he knows the game. And she probably still going to end up on her back. He ain't going for the shit. Let's hear what else he has to say about it. Okay. Now, people are going to call this what it, what it ain't, but they're going to call it everything but what it is. Here we go. Ain't nothing for free. What you doing over there? That's your boyfriend? No, it's not my boyfriend. It ain't your boyfriend? No. You like Mike and Ike? <laughs> Everybody knows what this is. My friend. My friend, my ass. My friend going to let me do this for free. He going to let me stay at the make Lake House for free. I'm going to go with him and him and his four gay friends for free. And I'm going to go over there. Nah. And he going to let me and you stay over there for free. He said ain't nothing for free. He said ain't nothing for free. Listen to it. I have all sorts of questions, and your story just started. You have a friend mm -hmm. that has a lake house? Mm -hmm. Is your friend a man? Uh-huh. So... Are you saying he's a man with a lake house? Are you going to say that he'll let us stay at his lake house? For free. No, 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 no. Ain't nothing for free. What you doing over there? That's your boyfriend? No, it's not my boyfriend. It ain't your boyfriend? No. You like Mike and Ike? <laughs> oh, boy, that sounded like a Gordita laugh right there. That's definitely a Gordita recording that. That's definitely a Gordita recording that. But look, it's a red flag. My friend, my male friends. Look, you can't fall. You can't. <laughs> look, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You guys got to live by that. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. How about this one? How about this one? Women that try to get back into relationship with you. Women that try to get back into relationships with you. Guys, this is a red flag. You break up. She becomes um, she, she becomes a woman of the night. She goes out there and tests the market. She tests the market. She goes to someone whose branch she swung to. She swung to it. She gets her guts ran. Then she gets pumped and dumped. She comes back leaking to you. Well, I thought about it after six weeks. I thought about it after a year. I thought about it after I filed for divorce. I thought about it. I think we can work it out. Guys, check this out. Do not take that woman back. Do not take her back. That's like taking a woman back to stab you in the back twice. I mean, you're giving her another chance to delete you. She's already proven that she's willing, what length she's willing to go to to eliminate you. Okay? Never take her back. If you do take her back, odds are she's going to ask you for a clean slate. Hey, let's just let bygones be bygones and let's have a clean slate. Which basically says whatever happened to us before or after the breakup should not count against me. And if you bring it up, you're bringing up old shit to use against me, which they have no problems doing, but they uh, don't like it done back to them in return. If she asks for a clean slate and let's just start over fresh or new, do not do it. Do not do it. She's letting you, she's trying to get you to overlook some obvious other red flags or whole activity on the back end. Because you're going to find out during the break, she did a whole bunch of things. Or during the break, or, or the breakup was caused by another man in your lives that was bending her ear and she fell for it. She got pumped and dumped. Or she didn't get what she wanted back on the market, and she's coming back, skedaddling back. Let me give you an, 
um, a, a story here. Apparently, and this is all allegations, the woman known as Hakimi's wife has now said, and of course, I don't know this to be true, but there's a rumor here. We're gonna put we're gonna put this rumor into play as a means to prove our point. Hakimi's wife allegedly is not filing for the divorce anymore. Oh. Now, this is classic. Apparently, she's willing to work it out. You know, I thought about it, honey. I think we're better off raising our family together. Nope. No. Her at, somebody said, why, coach? It's clear why. She was going to have to give up half her resources, according to the story. She tried to stab him in the back for 30 million pounds and didn't work. Because if it would have worked, her ass wouldn't have came crawling back. She would have been peeling back money. She would have been counting the money, laughing and sniggling with her girlfriends. Then she looked at her bank account and said, yo, I got to give up 1.5 million pounds to this ninja who's worth 70 million pounds. This a L. And guess what? Time to crawl back. Time to crawl back. Uh, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe what the world's telling you. I'm still a good woman. You're my, you're my guy. You know I love you. Yeah. Mm. Now she's taking it. Uh, you know what? I'll take the divorce away. The first time in history a woman has canceled a divorce. <laughs> this is the first time in history a woman was like, ah, let's take that divorce on the table. You didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. She tucked tail and she came right on back. This is according to this video. I don't know this to be true. Matter of fact, we can watch it. I don't know what they're proving, but I don't I don't put it past her to be trying to crawl back now that she could not knife him up. And guys, if you're married, your woman files for a divorce and then she pulls it back. What is she doing? Let's see if you're listening to me. Yeah. Old Square just got it. She's resetting the clock. She's resetting the clock. She's moving the money. She's starting to, she's, she's not even resetting the clock. She's keeping the clock going. Now she can go in and figure out how he got his finances uh, structured. So now she can pull the plug for the second time. Mm. Guys, this is all strategic planning. Nothing's new under the sun. You guys think oh, a good woman is a woman who does what? What is the definition of one? She could be a perfectly good woman. But that doesn't mean she's not conniving and manip manipulative. By the way, manipulation is not inherently bad. It, it could be seen as somewhat uh, unfair to mislead someone. That's what makes it bad. But manipulation is about survival. A good woman still manipulates. But you think good women don't have no manipulation in their body. I'm here to tell you, everybody has manipulation in their body. And women manipulate in very cold and calculated ways. It's just been the way of the world. There's no denying it. So saying a woman's good is trying to imply she's absent of manipulation. That's false. That is false. A good woman can manipulate the shit out of you and completely appear like a very good woman. And she cannot even be a 304. You think 304s are the bad ones. Let me say it again. You think 304s are the bad ones. The 304s are the most honest women on the planet. I'll say it again. They're the most honest women you'll deal with. They will tell you no lies. They will negotiate in the goodest possible faith that you can possibly negotiate in. It will be straight up, everything on the level, right up on the table. 
no games. You'll get directly to the point. Why do you think they outlaw it? <laughs> because that would be the perfect case scenario for men. So they got to outlaw it and shame it and whatnot. But they're the honest ones. It's a sad culture. But some of the things that I deal with with certain women, they've had tattoos. <laughs> they were strippers. They had whole activity. Their life was completely falling apart. And they were the coolest women on earth. <laughs> because there was no hidden game. Everything was on the up and up. You could chill with one, be chilling with one. And it would be up. It would be on the level. It would be on the level. Why? They're the honest. They're the most honest one. They're not trying to. Now, some of them do try to manipulate you. But let me compare this to you. Let me compare this to you. Women who go to church. Have you been manipulated by a woman that goes to church? We all have. Our mothers, our aunts, all the women in the choir, the good little Christian girls at the Catholic school, the pastor's daughter. <laughs> they are the most two-faced women on the planet. Now, let me just take this. People on the planet, they are completely two-faced. While coming up here saying... I'm holier than thou. They judge, they talk, they spread rumors, they manipulate, they act good, they be getting pregnant, they walk up. Bruh, it's too simple. You got to change your mindset. <laughs> you got to change their mindset. Some women go to church and then claim they were being harbored as fugitives in the church. Look up Mormon women. They grew up right there in the church. And then as soon as they get up there, oh, I need to get out of here. It was too much. Yep, they're super freaks, Catholic school girls, and so forth and so on. Some dude in the comment section, not me. My girl goes to church and blah, blah, blah. That's your girl. I said, have you ever met a woman from church? <laughs> I'm not talking about your girlfriend that goes to church. I said any person from church. Okay, we're not talking about your girlfriend. Okay, let me see here. Hold on for a second. I'll tell you something. We're going to show you a lie of the people of church here. Yeah, we're going to show you. We're going to show you. We're going to show you something right here. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, I found it. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go to the church versus the 304s. Here we go right here. Uh, this is the church right here. Here we go. Do you believe that the Lord tonight has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Tell I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, women, women. I said women. I'm not gay. I would not date a man. I would not tear up purse. I would not put on makeup. I will. I will love a woman. Uh -oh. Listen to it. Your <laughs> oh, no, man. Okay. I pr did I prove my point? Did I prove my point? Just because you pose and present yourself one way, you could be flat out lying in the, lo in the house of the Lord. But you want to tell me about your girlfriend, all right? Please. All right. It's cold out here, man. It's cold like the middle of the winter. 
You guys got to understand what it's what. <laughs> All right, you know that's a lie. You know it's a flat-out lie, and everybody bought it. All right? But then, in private, what's done in the dark comes out in the light. All right? 304s are honest, at least. Directly. They super-duper honest. All right? And nothing you got to do uh, setting rules and guidelines. Women don't know anything. If you're dealing with women in a relationship, they don't know anything about rules and guidelines. Okay. If you said too many rules and guidelines, I, I learned this as a coach. I learned this as a coach. I used to coach uh, uh, college sports in high school. And um, many coaches would give the rule book to their team. All right. They'll give a rule book. They give them like eight pages of what you will and will not do. Now, as you learn coaching, that's one of the worst things you can do. It's one of the worst things you can do as a coach is give your team too many rules and guidelines, right? Because what's going to happen is your best player is going to violate the rule and you're going to give it a pass. And then the sucky bench players or the mid players are going to violate the rules and you're going to come down like the hand of God on that player. And the player is going to see you're full of shit, okay? The more rules you have, the more you're painting yourself into a corner. The more rules you have, the more you have to follow them and be imprisoned by them. The more rules you have in guidelines, the more players will tempt and test those rules, okay? So you have to be somewhat not completely flexible, but you have to be understanding that you're painting yourself in the corner by giving more rules, okay? You're painting your corner every day. Every day, you got to be like, damn, this player's late. Are they going to play in the first half? You're going to find out your best players late. Are you going to not play them in the next game? You're a dumbass if you don't play them because you're going to find out real fast you need that player. So you look, you guys got you guys got to understand that when you give too many people too many rules, it gives them the opportunity to say you are controlling by these rules. It was abusive. It was just too much. He's worried about the rules instead of worrying about the game. Now, discipline making sure they know how to do things like fundamentally, making sure they stay on the fundamentals, that's more important than the rules because now you can challenge them on something that actually matters between the lines, okay? So they have to have good base fundamentals. You can give women base and fundamentals and then that's more than guidelines and rules, okay? You give a woman too many rules, she gonna just find a way to wake up in the morning to test those rules. You give them too many guidelines and things to do. She's going to be like, oh, this is too much for me. She wants to be whimsical. She wants to be free, free spirit. She wants to be independent. And here you come with your guidelines and rules. And you want to be rigid. And you think this is going to keep them in prison? They have stories of people putting women up in castles with chastity belts. And they did everything they can to wriggle out of that chastity belt and jump out the window. <laughs> All because you were protecting her. And then she played the victim. He put a chastity belt on me. He put all these rules and guidelines. He put me up at the top of the castle and told me I can't go because I'm protecting you. And guess what? Mm. It was an L for you. Rules and guidelines don't mean shit. Give them a foundation and a base. And then tell they as soon as they violate one, you hitting the dough. The power's in your feet. The power's in your wallet. Exercise. Your options. All right. Where are we at here? Same thing with your daughters, guys. You want to think you're giving your daughters rules is going to keep your daughter in line? All right. You're going to be on the floor like that dude that in Japan. Giving your daughters rules 
ain't going to do shit. Now, if she has a bad foundation, that's where it's going to be an L. And normally in a divided household, that's a bad foundation. In a household where there's one parent, predominantly a mom, bad foundation. Okay. And if that foundation is, is um, if there is somebody that is, um, that is uh, the word that I'm looking for, I can't think it, think about it now. But if a person allows that person to live under this bad foundation and they, uh, what is the word? I can't even think of the word. There's, um, oh, shoot, I can't think of it. Anyway, enables, enables. If there's an enabler in a bad foundation, done. Enabler. Enabler could be a teacher. Yes, enabler could be a teacher. It could be another parent, a co-parent. Enabler could be hoes that she kicks it with. If there's enabler, a counselor, a therapist. If there's an enabler, the court. You fucked. You fucked. If they allow the bad foundation to persist, done. Ring the bell, ninja. Ring the bell. Yeah, the mother, the co-parent, enabler. Let's say the father, enabler. You overlook 304 activity. Yeah, her new boyfriend, enabler. Her new boyfriend could be an enabler, and that person wasn't present for the first 16 years of you and your daughter's life. The new boyfriend comes in. He could flip all of that shit right on the head by him being the enabler, and he will expose the bad foundation. Done. Whole friends, yes. Work husband. Manager that she sleeps with in the back of the uh, bank teller, uh, the, the, the bank safe. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, bull dagger girlfriends. Done. G guys, this game is what it is. You have to make sure your authority is not undermined. You have to make sure your foundation's there. If the foundation's not there, rules ain't going to do shit. Rules mean nothing to a person who is not accustomed to not following rules. And also, their, their enablers allow them to escape accountability. Enablers. Enablers are people who don't allow the foundation to be laid. All right. Um, so rules and guidelines with women mean nothing in this world. Zero. I'm a whole masculine frame over my girl and I'm gonna give her rules in this bullshit. She can come in with complete horrible foundation. What is rules gonna do? Same thing, vice versa, ladies. If you're doing this with men, it's the same thing. Rules do nothing when people have no solid foundation. That's what makes a good woman. Your sound foundation is sound. But if you're coming in with your foundation completely cracked and you want me to build on top of it, that doesn't because you because you're not a venomous woman. That means you're not a good woman. That doesn't mean you're a good woman because you come in here and you're nice and you smile. If your foundation's cracked, it's a red flag. <laughs> right? I'm giving y'all too much game here. Same thing for you guys out here. It's the same thing. Here's another one. Um, she Here's a red flag. She hasn't had many spaces. This is a tough one. She's a, what a, this is a, she's a serial, she's a serial relationship person. She's a serial relationship uh, person. So she's constantly in relationships. Okay. She, she breaks up. She's in another one. She breaks up. She's in another one. Uh, she breaks up. She's in another one. She breaks up. She's dating. She gets in another one. Okay. That's a, that's a red flag. This woman can never be alone. Now there is a, a counter to that. Women say, yeah, I don't mind my independence. 
but that's kind of a red flag as well. So you're kind of caught in the catch 22 because we know you still getting throttled when you're being independent. You can say you're celibate for five years. And I can also say I'll buy a bit, but a woman that's in the serial relationships, like she's always pursuing it, always thinking about it. She's in a relationship. She's telling you, I'm not happy. Right. I'm not happy. And then she breaks <laughs> up and the new guy is right back in the picture. This is a red flag. You want to avoid, you want to avoid women like this. It's a hint of hopeless romanticism. Most of the time it's based on the fact that the man fucked up. Oh, the man messed up. It was me. I was perfect to him. He didn't realize it. You'll even show, she'll even show you a text message from the guy she broke up with that says, you know what? You were the best woman in my life. She'll show you. See right here. He says I was the best, but she still couldn't keep the guy. The red flags are waving. Much of these relationships where she's going one to the next had overlap. They had overlap where a woman says, I never cheated in the relationship, but there's a slight overlap. The person was already in the picture. He was part of the orbit. He was a male friend. He was a guy she didn't give a chance. And then five years down the line, he just happened to hang around long enough. It was a client, a person at her job. Okay, she jumped right into it, feet first, and a person at her gym. Somebody, she said, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. Now, you don't have to worry about him. He gay. He in the Navy. He ain't never here. He's de he's, he's deployed. Uh, he got a girlfriend. I don't, I don't have feelings for him. He's like a brother to me. He's a homie that I went to school with. Let's give you the proof. All right, these are all red flags. All right, here we go right here. This is part of manipulation. Yeah, she's my ex. He's my baby daddy. All right, I don't have feelings for my baby daddy. I hate him. Nah. Let's go to, let's go to Hector and Carlos. Here they are right here. Play it. Fucking answer, dude. You're in Mexico? Your family? What are you even doing here? Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing here. Answer. You were with your dad? Really? No one? Is this your stalker, supposedly, for three months? All right, so he's questioning her. Yeah, that's my play cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what we see here is a, a young woman here being confronted. She was supposed to be in Mexico with her girlfriends. She's there with Jorge. All right. And Hector ain't with it. And he's questioning her. Now, normally this ends up death by simp where Jorge confronts Hector. But let's see how this plays out. And she has no remorse. Always remember, take a look. There's no remorse on her face. She also is also protected by the simp enforcer. So she knows if anything pops off, the new man that's digging her guts is going to save her, but that might not work out for her. Let's see it. And guys, stop dating women who are fat and chunky thinking that's a safe zone. That's often a zone of disappointment. So a lot of women will say, well, I'm not a hottie. I'm not a baddie. I'm an average girl. I'm a plain Jane. I'm overweight slightly, so I'll be loyal. No, you're not. This girl's got more saddlebags than you can have on a horse complex. And she's running around here talking, uh, cheating on him. Let's continue. What the fuck is this? Oh, nothing? You don't know me? I do know you. So who am I? Well, you're not anything. We're not together. Oh, we're not together? No. Um, This is a classic right here. She's emotionally divorced him already. She's broken up. And she just now announced it. She's just now announced it, right? 
So the confirmation has come here. There was no confirmation prior to this. The monkey branching has already occurred. And now she feels good that she stole. And I call this, she's trying to steal second base and keep her foot on first. So she had her foot on first base. And now she doesn't want to take a lead and expose herself. You know, taking a lead for you non-baseball people means I'm on first base. But while the pitcher is in this pitching motion, I can take a lead. I can I can leave first base and I'm vulnerable. I can get tagged out. But women don't take a lead. They keep their foot on first and then they try to steal second. This is what she did right here. And she's now announced that we're broken up. And she's probably going to say, I haven't loved you for the last five years. He's going to get a whole red pill and, and start a podcast. All right. And so this is where we caught, talked about what? Stealing time. How much time have you wasted? You could have been better suited applying this to the junior college than to this woman. She probably has used sex as a weapon, as we showed you in the other video. She probably leveraged it. She probably uh, gave him less of it. And now she's just announced that it's over. Did she say it was your fault? Did she say you cheated on me? No, she just said it's over. Why? I got a new man. She hasn't taken a break. You see what I mean? This is this is a red flag. So here we go. Let's go uh, to the finisher. We're not. No, bitch. We're not together. Oh, boy. So the simp enforcement. Congratulations. And gentlemen, take notes. Do not fight over these women. There's 3.5 billion of them on the planet Earth. So Jorge stood up. Hector thought it was going to be on like Donkey Kong. And once again, it's on. But instead, Jorge did exactly what a man should do. He asked him, are you hitting this? And then he asked her, are you giving him the peace leave that you've been giving to me? Saying, daddy, it's yours. Yep, you've been telling me. Him, daddy. It's yours, daddies. There's nobody else getting this peace leave. It's only yours. And then he asked the big question. He asked a big question. He said, when was the last time you gave him some? That's the middle. That's the million dollar question. Because he wants to know. I've been in your guts for the last two months. Roski, busting seed up in you. Busting, busting some. I've been busting big seed up in you. And now I want to know. See, these people have paternity issue frauds. They have STIs. People talk about men passing around STIs. Women do this all the time. Not all, not all, but this is easily done by her. And one of these men has followed up the other man. Uh-oh. One of these men, this is a hard truth. One of these guys busted up in her guts, and the next guy busted up in there too. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for this? This is a hard conversation. This is done a lot. She didn't have enough time to go jump in the shower, do jumping jacks, and squashy, get all of that stuff out of there. You didn't follow her. There's a theory in biology that says a percentage of a man's seed are fighter sperm that fight other men's seed biologically while inside the woman trying to procreate for the race to the egg. This theory is supported by evolution that says we've evolved this defense force to be able to uh, better pass on our genes. Are y'all ready for this relationship? Not only that, anatomically, 
our phallic is designed to scoop other competitive sperm from the womb of a woman. Biologically, our phallic is designed with the head, the tip, the mushroom, the shovel, as we're interacting with friction to scoop other competitive man's seed out of her. Are you ready for this? But we still think women don't do stuff like this. And now when confronted, she doesn't answer a question. She just says, give me my keys. We have to relearn and re-educate these things. And this doesn't make women bad. It just has to make sure we know the game so we don't get played. Will all women do this? I just don't know. But I know paternity fraud is quite common for a civilized culture where women hold the moral high ground. And simps do too. Okay, let's get to this. Let's see what she does. Huh? You've been fucking Dude. up? Dude. You've been fucking fucking up? Oh my fucking God, this is why you fucking... Give me the fucking keys for real. No, All right, so shout out to Jorge who did a great job of not confronting Carlos. I know I've changed his name, Hector Fernando or whoever the other guy is. Good job for not making this a fight between the two men. The two men got played. The two men got manipulated. And she confirmed that she's manipulating both of them. Both of them. Not just the man that she just broke up with. She's manipulating the new guy. The new guy. And so when I say women who get into relationships after the other one breaks up, what this is is she's overlapping. You will find out there's massive overlap going on. And she will pass it off by simply saying, well, it was his fault. She, he pushed me into his arms. He was the one who cheated first. Okay, these are all common things that we accept in our society. And not only that, we'll fight each other when it was her that manipulated. And she's not even being straightforward with both men and both men are there and they discovered what it is. So watch out for this. This is very, very common. And we give it a pass. Let me give you one more uh, video here. This one's a sad one. This is a sad one. This is a video that says that uh, this is a woman that's in a relationship. And somebody caught him at the mall. They're doing the trade the phone game. Trade the phone game. Guys, every secret she has is in that phone. I suggest that as a essence of mate guarding, if you don't trust her with her phone, just break up. Just spare yourself the expense. So watch this. As you can see, this appears to be a woman dressed in a good woman uniform. This appears to be a, see, what we do is we try to say the hoes are the bad girls and I'm modest. I'm a church girl, so I'm a good one. She's dressed in the good woman uniform. She's protecting her modesty. She's not exposing her sexual organs. She's dressed in something that is much more, uh, less revealing, meaning it's not tight. She has her hair. She doesn't have tattoos and makeup and, and all of these things. She's very much a, in a plain, natural appearance. But is that going to save you? Nope, it's not going to save you. This is manipulation. Guys, we use clothes. Men use clothes to manipulate as well. We all use clothes and appearance to manipulate. You can be in a suit. Suit is manipulation. Doesn't mean you're a good guy or an honest guy. In fact, you could be a complete dirtbag and wear a suit. Doesn't mean you're rich or wealthy either. You could be a basically a low-class individual in a suit. A suit is a manipulative choice for attire. I can also look more threatening. I can wear a bandana like Jules Santana and a cap on top of my head and my pants sagging to appear threatening or dangerous. In fact, 
we know there's some of the most pussiest dudes out here. Those are the dudes that are reckless. Those are the dudes that are less than dangerous. They're only danger to themselves. Okay? You see what I mean? Clothes can be used to manipulate. <laughs> so anyway, yep, she's got the whole soccer mom activity on here. So just because you wear a certain type of attire or you don't expose yourself, Aisha Curry. Aisha Curry said, look, I'm a good woman. I'm baking and I have an apron on. Guess what? She wanted to be in these streets at the end of the day, right? In these streets. <laughs> Come on, man. That's manipulation. Again, is it evil? No, but it's to give you an idea who I am, right? Kevin Samuel start wearing suits. Ninja start putting on their goofy ass suits. Well, I'm a good guy. I'm going to show I'm a good guy with my suit on. So people wear flashy watches and they be broke as a joke. That's manipulation. Okay, let's continue. Let me get this on the screen. Okay, so she has the good girl attire on, but she's going to be the devil here. Here we go. Who is Pat? Pat is a U.S. soldier in, located in, um, oh, gosh. Oh, you in trouble now. And look at my man back here. Look at my brother. He, she in trouble. Uh, yeah, Pat is in what? She's talking feminine. She's not aggressive and loud. See, these things that you use as red flags, they could be red flags. But guess what? A woman could be meek, shy, introverted, and a complete fit feminine woman and be just be doing just as much dirt out here in these streets. All right, let's continue. It doesn't mean she is. I'm just saying it could be. My brain cannot think of it right now. Uh, All right, Army, Navy, Nef Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, Navy SEALs. You know, give me one. You talk to him every day. Crane. Okay, okay. He's stationed in Ukraine. Yeah, talk. Sometimes. He's stationed in Ukraine. I want you guys to know, there is no men in the U.S. Army officially stationed in Ukraine. I could be wrong. Or they could not be fighting. They're supposed to be mercenaries over there. Who's stationed in Ukraine right now? We're not supposed to have anybody over there. But... That's neither here nor there. I might be wrong about that. <laughs> Station in Ukraine. Station in Ukraine. What? We're not supposed to have nobody in Ukraine, but that's it. Here it is. <laughs> like, uh, relationship-wise? No. Can we see? <laughs> you got to let him hold the phone. <laughs> right, well, I can let him see. Cute stuff. <laughs> this was today. Yeah. All right. So, again, she's communicating with another man allegedly stationed in Ukraine. She black. He black ops. OK. Yeah. She she uh agent. She what is it called? She's C-14 classified. What? So she's communicating with him today. If you're a man in a relationship with this woman, is this fair or foul today? Guys, crazy. Here we go. Okay. I ain't gonna go in there and be like before y'all time, you know. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Back out. I mean, uh, back out. Right here. Yeah. Who is Elijah? Wait. Did she say who is Elijah? And that's you. 
So not only do you have one man, and look how she looking. You know how, <laughs> look how they looking at the phone. So he looking at it like, damn. And she looking at it, you know how you show somebody and they be like, well, according to this rule, I, or according to this video right here that I caught you in, they be looking at the video all seriously. They be looking. <laughs> you know you caught. She trying to look. And now she's got another ninja. And you know Elijah. Niggas always gotta show they what about the good girls? Got? Which one are they? Where are they at? Under rocks? Just because you dress a certain way, you're modest. Just because you go to church. Just because you're a conservative. Doesn't mean you're good. Or doesn't mean you won't use manipulation or monkey branching or any of these things. And is monkey branching a sign of being a good woman or a bad woman? Oh, well, he was abusive and it was his. Okay. You can throw it all. You can throw it all out the window at this point. Let's see what Elijah's doing. Elijah is. I got to let him on the phone. <laughs> He's trying to delete that shit. She picked up the phone. Elijah is who? Look at the look. Gentlemen, your wife is going to do this to you. Your wife is probably doing this to you right now. I'm telling you guys, I, I hate to burst your bubble. If you have not checked your wife's phone and you check it, your whole world is going to come crashing down, bro. Look at the look. Now, this is a woman who probably says she would not a 304 and she would never do that. And guys, this is a tough lesson, man. Tough-ass lesson. And look at this goofy-ass doofus. He gonna excuse all that behavior. Unless you don't... Elijah stuff, like, is... There you go. <laughs> no, sir. Not somebody that I want to be with. Oh, no. So, Elijah, not somebody that I want to be with. Don't worry about him. Elijah, the personal drainer at the gym. All right? Not somebody I want a relationship with, but you want to let Elijah pound them guts. Can we see? No. <laughs> Can we see? She said, no. Nah. Brothers. Bro, wh wh where do y'all want? Listen, y'all can have hope, but I think hope is a cope. Can I see? Nah. <laughs> wow. Let me see if there's more to add on this. Woo! We can't go through the chat. Huh? Can't go through the chat? No. Nope. Can't go through the chat. Nope. 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 Ain't gonna happen. And look at this goofy-ass ninja over here. And look at her face. Guys, there's nothing more you need to see. There you go. I'll play it in, in full here. Who is Pat? Pat is a U.S. soldier in located in um, oh gosh, my brain cannot think of it right now. Uh, Ukraine. Okay. Okay. Station in Ukraine. Do y'all talk? Sometimes. Like uh, relationship-wise? No. Can we see? <laughs> you gotta let him hold the phone. <laughs> Well, I can let him see. Cute stuff. <laughs> this was today. Yeah. Okay. I ain't gonna go in there like before y'all time, you know? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Back out. 
Let me uh, back up. Right here. Yeah. Who is Elijah? Elijah is. I gotta let him on the phone. <laughs> Unless you don't. Elijah, Elijah is. Stuff, like, is... Hey, you <laughs> not somebody that I want to be with. Can we see? No. We can't go through the chat? Huh? Can't go through the chat? No. Now. Now. They was mining. They was minding their own business, going to the mall, the festival, the fair. Imagine how much time this guy has wasted of his life and transacted it, getting free punani from that woman. And she out here, guys, if you're getting free punani from a woman, he's, she's giving it free to another guy and even freer. Here you guys, guys, go, go, come on, man. There's too many videos out here. There's too much proof out here. I'm giving y'all it right here. Let me give you one more. Smokes or vapes? Smokes or vapes? Reddest red ass flag. You can have it. Do not pass go. Now, if you want to throttle, go ahead. Even if she's a junior college chick. All right. Smokes or vapes? Done. This is a sign of weakness. It's an, a sign of an addiction. It's a sign of poor choices. It is also a sign that um, she has more dependency on that than you. She also is financially irresponsible. She has to use her money to go do something like suck her thumb. This is a dead red ass flag. Matter of fact, statistically, a woman has a higher chances of divorcing you if she smokes. If she smokes and she's the only person who smokes in the relationship, she has a way higher chance of divorcing you. They are a major, major risk. And they are giving you basically all the signs you need to avoid, avoid, avoid. Avoid it. That cigarette, them vape cartridges going to come before you. They're going to come before you. And it's a massive financial loss. These women will buy weed, have hair weave, have vapes, cartridges, and they won't have their rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yes, they will not have their rent. They'll have their weed, but they won't have their rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's a red, financial red flag. Financial red flag. Smokers and vapors. Now, again, for part, recreational purposes only, whatever. But statistics don't lie. Last one is if she private investigates. If she's constantly on your social media, seeing who you follow. They know who you follow. They know what people comment. They know what women comment. They know when you add a follower. They know when you subtract a follower. This is a red-ass flag. This is not an indicator of love. It's an indicator of attachment. If they're constantly bombarding with you of what you posted, what you replied to a comment on Worldstar, what she posted, these are red-ass, dead-ass flags. These per people you will find will cheat on you before you cheat on her. The reason why she wants to catch you cheating on social media is because it's easy and she needs to catch you cheating before you catch her ass. These people will not let you rest. They will wake you up in the middle of the night based on you got two extra Instagram followers. All right. And she knows that the or you follow two extra people and she's keeping track of your follower count. You follow 1,400 people. Now it's 1,402 today. Who was it? You went out on Friday. You have two extra Instagram followers. These people 
are pitiful human beings. And they're constantly trying to look for signs that you are cheating. And they will not let you rest. They will throw water on you and wake you up in the middle of the night because you follow two hookers on Instagram. And it's, if they claim themselves to be great investigators, I'm like the CIA, I'm like the FBI, run. Run, guys. They've investigated you to greater lengths than what you even can imagine. If they got your social security, they've run your credit. If they they private investigated you, they followed you. They drove by your house. They drove by your house to see if the lights were on. They showed up at restaurants and nightclubs. Okay, wherever you said you were. They called hospitals, police agencies, jails. They've called airlines, Ninja. They've called hotels all in Cabo San Lucas looking for your ass. Yep, they watching your pocket. They got your bank numbers, your PIN number. These are the type of people you drive up to the drive-up ATM and you put your PIN number on and she looking. And then she act like she ain't looking. She trying to get that damn pin number. She always over your shoulder every time you grab the phone. These are signs that are red flags. These, these, these people will not let you rest. They're going to bother the shit out of you. Doesn't mean she loves you because she's sneaking behind you and investigating you. And as a matter of fact, if your relationship ends, you ain't seen private investigation yet. She going to investigate the shit out of you. These are the women who steal your keys and go to the key uh, kiosk at Home Depot and do the automatic key vendor on your ass. They got your mailbox key, your house key, and all of that stuff. Okay? These are the people do not put, they look at your tablets. When you're not there, they look at your tablets to see if you're getting text messages from other dudes. They're doing shit. They looking under your bed. They smelling your salami when you walk in the house. Let me smell your dick. All right? They're doing stuff like this. They're at your job. And if you break up, they already know everything about you. They about to torpedo your whole life. Yeah. They about to torpedo you. They at your night, at your job when you leave work with binoculars looking. <laughs> All right, man. These are the worst, 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 worst people to be around. And their girlfriends are helping them. They will send your girlfriend, their girlfriend, their friend, female friend to your Instagram to investigate you. Her mama investigating you. Her mama's investigating. She learned this from her mama. Now she doesn't trust. Now we also showed you that women are reckless with their phone, but this is because that's how they know you're going to cheat. How they cheat. All right, I think we're done for this day. I'm going to get to the Super Chats thing and all the contributions. And if you want to add any other red flags, you guys can do so. But watch out. They will They will hide. They will have their friend come for you to see if you fall for the bait. All right? Let me smell your finger. You walk in the door. All right, shout out to uh, Hashim. He is saying get de-evolution. The links are in the description box below. Manny says um, he's a clown, and that's all we're going to say, <laughs> all right? For some reason, Manny wants me to debate people on YouTube. I swear to God, you females are out here bad, okay? 
And I'm sitting here with more people on this other person's channels live. They're watching me live, <laughs> right? My, my, my algorithm and my statistics are outclassing them. And the guy's still bringing this drama over here. All right. I have more viewers, more views per video. I have more channels, more views, more views on my live stream. And you want me to worry about it. But thank you for the $5. And he wants me to debate people. Let me tell you something. I did not create this platform to debate ninjas. My biggest enemy are black men. My biggest enemies are black men. And I have one white dude that goes after me for some particular reason. I know this. I've been on this planet or for a long time. Black men are jealous. They tend to be jealous and they have jealous single mother tendencies. I don't debate black men on my platform. It's a point. It's a, it's a pointless endeavor. So if you're waiting for it, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So I, I know you want me to do it and engage in this drama. It's not going to happen. People, the point of debating is to actually have a meeting of the minds, not to create content where people are yelling, screaming, um, and there's no point. Nobody's going to have a meeting of the mind. So I know what it is. I know what it is, and it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But um, people, guys, make all the videos you want. Manny has been banned from about 15 channels, and he's here donating now. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I did. I, guys, one more thing. I know. I know you want drama. It's pointless. If you want drama, it's never going to be here. All right? You guys understand. But keep sending me super chats about it. We got Spoonza. Za, Spoonza. Za. He says, how about you say what you don't agree with? All right? He's going back in with, uh, hey, he's donated another time, so he's given $7. And he says, no incentive to leave anymore. Huh? He says, who are you fooling? Okay, Mr. Anonymous says Frank Sinatra said his perf he preferred the company of paid girls because they were the most honest and forthright than actresses and starlets. He says he had money. Indeed. Shout out to you. All right. I got money. And Frank Sinatra also is also attributed with a quote that says this. Somebody asked him, how did he survive his marriage or what was the secret to his marriage? You know what Frank Sinatra said? The company of paid women. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the company of paid women. He was like, without that, I don't, he doesn't think his marriage would have survived. So he had to seek the company of these women exercising his options because they were honest and forthright. They were direct and to the point. And many times he found out that his wife may have harbored her vagina against him, leveraged it for power, gave him less while he provided more. All right. It's a tough conversation to have. And I don't suggest that you go deal with street women. I think they could be very dangerous and vulnerable, right? You could be vulnerable to them. I'm not telling you to do that, but there's a way to do it. Okay. And it's an honest answer. <laughs> Frank Sinatra is one of those G's out here. All right. Shout out to Zoe. Man, Zoe Man says Tucker Carlson and Donna, Donovan, Donovan Lemon just got fired. Just got fired. Marriage causes divorce. All men have a seed scooper as a head for a reason. Biology don't lie. He says there's always another bull in the ring. W to the seed scooper. 
y'all, y'all, there's nothing to debate with me. I say what I say and I get the hell on moving. The debate is do men biologically have things to counter other men being with their women? And it's yes. Our anatomy is designed for that. Our seed, their fighter sperm, sperm wars, fighting for this. There's no denying that men have a deep in um, defense force for women cheating. Why? Why would that be? Why would that be? Huh? <laughs> All right. What's the debate about? What's the debate? All right. Shout out to Infamous says, had a chick like that way back. He says, who said one day when I busted, I didn't bust enough and she was cheating. Wow. She said she got the, that tip from her friend she had. Homie that she went to school with. All right. Homie that she went to school with. Nature boy. He says, great show. What does the nature boy have to say? It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. I agree. I agree. But I love male fans as well. You know, if you're a male fan parading and masquerading as a jealous man, I love you too because it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Yeah, it, it's it's so hard to sit here. <laughs> But it is what it is. Hollering my name, trying to get my attention like a bitch. All right. Hey, coach, give me your attention, please. All right. But do what you do out here. And ancient man said it's sad that as a black man raised in a completely different environment with family structure intact. He says, I can tell a single mother raised brother from a brother raised by a single mother. All right. And he says, it's sad. Keep doing God's work. A lot of men on here, and he meant to say, yes, I could tell a brother raised in a family structure as opposed to a mother raised man by a single mother. I can do a single mother raised man. I can point you out. I can just point you out. If you're a content creator, I can point you out. I can tell you, I can tell you for sure your father was not with you. Okay. I can see the signs. I can walk on the street and find a man, and I can point exactly at a man who had no father, who's single mother raised. It's Completely obvious. It's so obvious, it's ridiculous, all right? I mean, you basically have it stamped on your forehead when I walk outside, <laughs> right? By the way you produce content, by the way you produce content, I could tell. I was like, he ain't had no father. The content you choose to produce, I can say, this person has not had a father. He has had no man lead him. As a matter of fact, he's had no man tell him no. Hey, ladies, same thing. Women, same thing. I could tell single mother raised women from a mile away. By the way, that's a red flag, by the way. Statistically, daughters who come from divorces have a high rate of divorce. Daughters who come from divorced parents have a high rate of divorce. In fact, children that come from divorced parents are more likely to see their parents get divorced twice. Half of children see their parents divorce. Out of those half, half of those see those same parents divorce somebody else. And if it's a daughter, she has a higher rate of divorce. I can see this shit a mile away. Okay. That's why I don't engage with men. It's, it's pointless on my platform. All right. Most of them are single mother. First thing I have to ask in the debate, is your father a part of your life? The answer is nope. Okay. End of story. All right. Let's go. Outro. <laughs> It's right on the rip. It's super obvious. 
<laughs> right? But it is what it is. Like, why would I debate somebody that got fatherless activities? You looking at me as your pappy and just say what it is. Damn daddy. I'm your daddy. That's why you got your name in my mouth. I'm your daddy. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. All right, shout out to Thriller says, Coach, how come you keep accurately describing the exact moves of all these unlikable people? He says, were you there too? I have a lot of experience. And experience is your best teacher. I can map out a relationship like a architect rolls out his blueprints. Just give me the details and I can map out your, with pinpoint accuracy. With pinpoint accuracy, I can map out the entire relationship. I can give you the end date, the start date, the middle date. I can tell you when she's going to mostly detach. Matter of fact, I've done it and I've writ written a book about it. Any man that has gone through this has told me exactly this is exactly how my marriage worked. Pinpoint accuracy. We're going to get to the cash apps. It's under, guys, that what you just saw is published in one of my books, The Evolution. It is undefeated. Undefeated. Nobody can beat it. <laughs> Nobody can beat it. All right, shout out to no government name, BH. Thank you for the cash app. Mr. J Ghost J says, Coach, your red flag shows are epic. I always give you a new set of red flags as well. Shout out to Miguel. Thank you for the cash app. Let me stroll over to Benmo. Uh, Spoon Zaza says, Experience is your best teacher. Experience is your best teacher. Many people get the experience and they still F it up because human nature is not to be negotiated with. Human nature should teach you everything. All right. Um, well, we got another guy super chatting you, but I, if you, I would like you to send me money, but obviously you're looking for attention, but it is what it is. You've been hidden and uh, keep sending me money. Shout out to um, Loud Pockets, yo, Kochi. I'll have to watch the replay. I think I'll start a little podcast. Wish me luck. Appreciate you. And then PayPal love. PayPal love, and then we're going to get wrapped up. <laughs> get wrapped up. We got, what does the PayPal love say? We got, uh, let's see here. Oh, Jesus. Is this true? Am I that backed up? Am I that backed up? I thought I got these brothers. I didn't. What do we got here? Cool Keith says men use power to obtain, se obtain sex. Women use sex to obtain power. It is the oldest transaction in the world. All men pay. The sooner men realize this, the better. Okay. Have we ever heard women that work at a job? Do they, do they, do they have affairs? Do they have affairs with the guy in the mailroom? Do they have affairs with the guy um, that works maintenance? Or do they have a guy that's above them? Do they have sex with a guy that's above them? Inevitably, 95% of the time, they don't have affairs laterally or below. <laughs> There's a reason for that. They like the power. The power elevates them inadvertently raises their sexual marketplace value. They go with powerful men. Yes, Pookie can be powerful in scenarios. Shout out to Dijon says, how do I deal with a baby mama who alienated me out of my daughter's life and now wants me to be present? 
now that she sees difficulty of being a single mother, my daughter is 18 months. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's now 18 months, and I've only seen her twice this year. Um, she wants money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. Uh, mothers who do this, this is criminal. All right. So you do have a young child, so you got time. All right. But go to the courts, get your custody, and kick that bitch to the curb. Cut her off. Cut her off. You can parent without her. And don't listen to nobody tell you you need to be the bigger man. Parent without her. Forget her. All right. Go to the courts, get your custody, um, and uh, be a part of your daughter's life. Try to put as much impute as much information as you can to give her a chance and cut that bitch off. All right, hold on for a second. Let me just call it what it is. All right, do not parent, do not directly contact that mother. All right, this is what you tell her if she contacts you. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. That bit of advice right there will save a lot of you. Cut them off. Cut them off. Go get your custody parent on your parenting time. And then wish her luck on her mother's time. Don't listen to the mom. All right, don't listen to the mom because she's going to try a whole bunch of bullshit on the back end. And go get a DNA test. Shout out to my man, no government name. At the age of 16, I clapped the cheeks of Mrs. Parker, who had younger children close to my age. She always flirted with me sexually and with sexual innuendos and gave me the eyes. I don't think I'm affected by it. But if I was to come out and tell the story, nobody would care but if you were a guy if you were a guy a father an older male that did that to a 16 year old girl people would care all right they would care kaylin doubles up he says women have no right to complain about dudes cheating but when they're in a relationship and marriage with a man they can be wishy-washy with the sex with him but society enables this mindset in women yeah because they can control access to them, even though you've transacted and have an agreement that she has the responsibility of being the sole giver of sexual pleasure. All right, how deep this is, it goes deeper than this. She's committed to being the sole provider of sex to you. And everybody knows this is what men want. Everybody knows it. She's volunteered for this. She actually probably pushed you towards it. She agreed to it. You've contracted it. You've transacted it. And if you cheat, she wins. But she says, I don't have to give it to you, even though I know you want it. Now, this should be an illegal contract. This should be worse than prostitution. <laughs> it should be worse. It should be seen as worse and more manipulative than prostitution. Yet, we say, well, what did you do? Did you make her happy? She doesn't, you don't have a right to it. Um, she don't have to give it to you. You got to jump through hoops and hurdles. You got to be funny. You got to see if she's, bruh. This is the worst contract on paper. <laughs> and she volunteered for the services. She asked you to do it. She committed to it. And then she says, well, I don't have to give it to you. I can give it to you when I want it. And then she wins by virtue of you not holding on to the uh, bar end of the bargain. Well, you should have kept it in your pants. I don't care if I didn't give it to you. You should have made me more happier. I it is the worst contract on paper. This is worse than pay for play. <laughs> this is the worst agreement of all times. 
<laughs> wow, I don't know, man, but people do it, and then they act like, well, it was your fault. You ain't hitting it right. I swear to God, man, it is goofy. That's a system I would never get back involved to. I made that mistake one time. That's all I had to do. I did it once, and I said never again. The dumbest contract in history. Hadn't even nothing to do with the spouse. It was the dumbest contract in history that I've ever engaged in. As a matter of fact, I'm still paying for it. I'm still paying for it to this day. And I've been divorced for 10 years. <laughs> I've been separated and divorced for 10 years. And I'm still. I'm rich, bitch. I want you to take notes, gentlemen. I'm still paying for it. This is the dumbest contract in history. <laughs> right? Come on, man. If you do it, you got to really consider yourself. <laughs> you got to really consider yourself like completely just engulfed in hope. All right. Anyway. It's the most expensive contract I've signed. And not only is it expensive monetarily, it's expensive psychologically. It's expensive emotionally. It's expensive financially. It's expensive in terms of. All right, crazy. People still asking me, they tapping on my shoulder every day. Uh, you have more of that money. We want it. Why? Because I signed a contract in 2003. I signed this contract in 2003. It was voided in 2013. And here it is, 2023, and guess what? <laughs> here it is. It's still here, and I ain't even under the contract. <laughs> I ain't even under the contract. Shout out to DB says, ex-husbands should be able to clap cheeks as long as they're paying alimony. Well, they should. Yeah, they definitely is. All right. Kayla says, I don't like using celebrities as an example, but people have to remember Beyonce got cheated on. He says, I use her as an example because so many women, including those in the industry, idolize her so much. He says, women are not that special in which a man should be monogamous to just one. Just one. Yeah. Yeah, Beyonce. Shout out to Beyonce. And then we got two more. Das Tokens. He says, uh, Betty Lou looking at that phone like it's her retirement account during 2009 financial collapse. Yep. She never, she didn't make eye contact with her boyfriend or the guy. She was looking at that phone, looking like cryptocurrency somewhere in November of 2022. All right, you crypto guys know what I'm talking about. Kevin says an old coworker once wanted me to hack into her boyfriend's email account. I said, if I have to do that, then you do not need to be with him. She got upset. Ultimately, she married the guy and has a child with him. Private investigators are... Private investigators are red flags, guys. Avoid it. Avoid it. My editor's going to be pissed because I got that banner running across the screen. Let me check what's going on here. And we got nothing else in terms of contributions. No. Stan says, I'm sorry. Spoon Zaza says, pro tip, always trust your woman to be a woman. Always. And Stan says, I remember you saying in a recent live stream, the good ones are just the bad ones who haven't been caught yet. It is so true. And uh, that is a reality. Ladies, if you're the good one, shout out to you. You just haven't been caught yet. 
and somebody says they sent the PayPal as a last ditch Hail Mary. All right. All right. Right at the end of the show. Oh, I've been doing PayPal's, bro. I've been doing PayPal's. I don't see nothing in there. All right. I got all of them. All right. I got all of them. And those I didn't, we will get them on the next time. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Hit the like button on the, on the way out. And shout out to all the supporters out here. We appreciate you. We're always going to stay on message. We're not going to get distracted. Stay on message. Stay focused. And the message is always free agent lifestyle. And it's always indeed. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what's make it happen. That's what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> now the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You go don't want to be committed. She, I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.